It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 3.0 of Jobbing Out, as in... I'm starting to think we might be moving on to NXT 3.0 pretty (laughs) soon. Uh, We'll talk about that. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton with you. Um, How close are we, by the way, to AJ's 90 days being up? When when can we get back to like some normal? I feel like we got to be getting Uh, close. Mid mid February, I think. I think we're in the 60s or close to the 60s. Getting getting close. We're just trying to play it uh, play it cool. Um, and we've been having him do a little bit less, just because we don't want to. We don't want to cause any problems. We don't want anything to be said wrong. So um, we'll uh, we'll keep holding out there. We might get to. Uh, I'll peel the curtain back a little bit. Um, the uh, the stars of AEW, of course, this week have been in DC, and as part of that, they came up to uh, Jimmy's uh, last night. We're taping on Friday. They came up to Jimmy's last night for an event benefiting the Brigands Brigade. But um, even if we had taped the show yesterday, and we normally do, it wasn't going to be enough time for me to get Mark Henry on to really get any uh, plug out. So we had Mark Henry on my show this week. I was going to try to have the boys be part of it, but I am dealing with some serious studio problems. I legitimately, I have to, I I cannot, I hope nothing goes wrong, because I cannot see either the computer or the board from where I have to sit in re-rigging the studio in order to make this work because I've got some uh, technologically, uh, technological problems. Are we sure problems. it's recording right now? I am looking. I can see that it's recording. So we're good there. But if there something goes go. wrong, I cannot fix it. Like, that's all I can tell you. I cannot fix it. Well, I can do that. You would just have to do the show without me, which a lot of you would say is an improvement. Um, so I wasn't able to have the boys be a part of it. But I, I, we did talk to Mark Henry, or I talked to Mark Henry, and we might include part of that um, on the show this week just because, like, he had a lot of really. Uh, he was talking very heavily about the push that he's trying to make AEW to sign AJ. By the way, <laughs> like, oh, nice. Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere, um, which was really neat. And I was like, wow, how about that? Um, and and some just fascinating stuff about him. You know, the last time we had Mark Henry on the show, he was you know still part of WWE. And um, like uh, one thing that I didn't know about, did you guys know this? For example, did you know that Mark Henry allowed WWE to keep the salmon suit? I did not know that. that. He allowed WWE to keep the salmon suit um, in hopes that WWE, as part of the archives, as part of what AJ was doing with um, Most Wanted Treasures, in hopes that WWE will build a Hall of Fame, and he wants it to be there. And it it was really interesting to me, right? Because, you know, the way he said it, he's like, look, if I need it back, the way that we work the deal is, I'll get it back, right? Like, it's it's mine. I'll, I'll get it back if I need it back. But as someone who cares about wrestling, who cares about the business, and, and he, it was just fascinating to listen to him say, look, I'm not bitter. I, I left to do something different. I didn't leave because I hate him. I left because I wanted to do something different. Um, I want them to have it. I want them to build a Hall of Fame, and I want the salmon suit to be a part of the Hall of Fame. And I was like, wow, man. Like, 
it's just cool to hear someone with that kind of perspective, right? Like, and I, we all like Mark Henry. Everybody on the planet likes Mark Henry, right? Like, what's not to like about Mark? Not maybe not as much as my wife, as Aaron knows. Uh, my wife <laughs> is a huge Mark Henry mark, no pun intended. Um, hey. So I just thought that was cool. So I'm going to try to get that in on the show before we wrap up. Um, you'll hear from Mark Henry this week because I really thought that was just. Um, I don't know. It touched me in a weird way, like in this way that everybody hates everything and all that. I was like, "Wow, man! Like, what what perspective to care about the business that much that despite the fact that you leave and you're working for someone else, you say, but I want you to do this and I want to be a part of your Hall of Fame.' Like, it was really cool. Really cool to hear that. Also, also, like, I mean, that's his. Cr- that was like for me. That was the best Mark Henry moment. Um, you know, we've talked about that moment a lot and he and I, you know, we talked about it again. I, you know, it's weird because it was at the tail end of his career. It was after his, his best runs. Right. And yet I, well, that, but that run was kind of one of his best runs, but that that run, it was out of nowhere run. Yeah. It It was was, just, and it was only a one month thing. Like it was to set up the one match with Cena and then they didn't before that. Didn't he have the title? No, he was, he was was, that was, was like two years before. Yeah, that. he was oh. gone for a while. Like he wasn't. Remember that was, and it was what made the moment so great. And you know, look, if you remember right. the show after that, we were doing the show at that point, and we came on here raving about how much we loved it because it it came off. It, it's the exact. I don't. We'll get here. It's the exact opposite of that utter insane Cody Rhodes thing that they did a few months ago. <laughs> it was the exact opposite because you bought it. Because yeah. everything about it was like, oh my god, I'm really quite emotional about Mark Henry announcing his retirement. Like, I, you know, he's never he was never anybody's you know singular favorite professional wrestler. Other, other than, than again, your wife. my wife, right? Yeah, exactly, right. My wife. Um, but you you really appreciated everything he had done. You appreciated the role that he played as part of the company for a while, and you never you didn't think that you were going to be that moved. <laughs> By Mark Henry retiring, right? Like you were caught. The first thing that made the moment so great was that you were genuinely caught off guard by how truly emotional you were about Mark Henry. (laughs) The the Mark Henry career is so fascinating because for the first 15 years of his career, he was kind of the poster child for, you know, this is what happens when WWE just signs someone randomly and gives them big contracts. Like disasters happen like Mark Henry. Like it didn't make sense. He was a European champion, you know? (laughs) He was And, and, you know, because because he was, you know, the, you know, Olympics and weightlifting and stuff, he he got the 10-year contract right off the bat. Yep, 100%. And then by the time you got there, you're like, man, damn, I'm really going to miss Mark Henry. And that's what made the moment, you know, so perfectly wonderful. But remember, he sold it so well that during the day, he was tweeting at Stephen A. Smith and at like famous people to say, you know, hey man, a, a big an- a big announcement tonight. I hope you'll tune in, right? Like, and because he had been gone for so long, it didn't really make sense the idea of interjecting Mark Henry into a program with John Cena. Like that didn't that didn't make a whole lot of sense. You just genuinely believed it. Like it was. It was one of the most brilliant things, the pieces of television ever. So in that way, I, I'm kind of with you, Brandon. Like, it probably is my favorite Mark Mark Henry thing ever, um, just because it was it was one of the best executed moments in the last ten to fifteen years in WWE. Everything about it, and on 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 a TV show, on a random on a on a Raw, right? Like, just brilliantly executed the way that they pulled it off. All right. Um, not everything can be brilliantly executed, however. 
I don't want to do a two-hour show this week. I want to try to keep it. So do you want to start with the AEW stuff and, and then go to the WWE stuff? Do you want to do it that way? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, of all the meandering, embarrassing, awful, <laughs> wretched Cody Rhodes promos, I got to tell you, this one was by far the most recent. <laughs> you know, like... What I what I came away with was well at least he didn't really bury anybody this time I guess not like, <laughs> like I like it, it it wasn't damaging it was just kind of crazy but and meandering didn't he kind of bury the tag teams uh, did he uh, he said something really weird about them knowing how to do a going back to developmental or I guess that's more of a dig at. No, it, it was it was yeah it was Bucks versus Red Dragon it was he was basically saying that oh look NXT is coming here. It, it was. I didn't think it was a shot at you them specifically. You when they've been telling you that NXT sucks. Well, you know, I mean, I, it was a weird. It was. It was, weird. Thing I, was all, weird. All, all, all what I'm saying is like there are some Cody promos where I've come and I've said, "My God, this is like the worst thing," and this was just like, "This is stupid. This is crazy." But it was eight minutes of nothing, is what it was. The the biggest issue is, I say the biggest issue. My God, how can how can how can something have one biggest <laughs> issue? I think the biggest issue is the the, the scary part was when it, it appears that they were teasing turning him heel, and he said then, I think you're going to be surprised. Like in an interview with someone, he said, I think you're going to be surprised. And, you know, like you're like, well, you can't turn, like there's, you can't be a face. That That's not going to happen. Like, so what are we going to be surprised by? And the surprise is, we're going to keep trying to pretend like we can do this, even though it's very clear it cannot be done. Um, and that's the worst possible surprise there can be. And and you can compare it to John Cena, right? But at least kids were into John Cena. Like, at least... Cena they're... was supposed to be a face. Whatever, right. like, he was written as a face. Whatever ended no, up happening... No, but this is... The, 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 that promo last night, they think that's Dusty Rhodes. They think that's, you know, preaching. They, they really in, genuinely believe that they have a Southern Baptist preacher standing and delivering a fiery message, a sermon, I guess is what it's called. They, uh, uh, Aaron, if you were religious, yeah, you might know about these things. But um, <laughs> yeah. um, like they, they genuinely believe that's their Southern Baptist preacher. And again, for a moment, right, they got it to work. For a moment, it was... If his, you, his passion was so good, the crowd responded. Well, and it was really what we're it's 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 what we talked about the with the we've been talking about. It's right. the it's the Agogo promo all over again. Like you can't boo me, you're booing America, right? Like, and what he did last night was you can't boo me because if you're booing me, you're booing AEW because I am AEW, right? right? right. Like that's that's what they attempted to do, and he was fiery and as not it was utter nonsense. I mean, my God, it was the just the dumbest group of sentences I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Um, but the None non of them really connecting to one in any way. Either. There is not. It was just the most here, actually, meandering. Here, here was here was my big take on it. If they just turned him into the Ultimate Warrior and have him use that passion, that energy, and become the Ultimate Warrior, saying nonsensical things, it could work. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, right. could come to. Maybe, maybe. But uh, the part of it that wasn't nonsense was a very clear message of how dare you boo me? I gave you all of this. Right. I'm the one that did all the things. Like fuck CM. Sorry. Uh, uh, I should say F yourself. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, I, I, you know, CM Punk, he's old news because I already did what CM Punk was doing. Like, he kind of did bury CM Punk well, a little bit. But that bit. was, and that part was where, like, 
they're con to me, at least at the very beginning of it made it feel like, Oh, they're consciously playing into the smart, like they're playing into all of it. And I was like, you know, it's a direction at least, and then they went back and forth between whether that was a face or a heel. Well, no, because well, no, but it, the problem, but the problem is, is in doing so, and and I hope I'm not sparking a 45 minute conversation here. But when you say that, all that does, and the reason it sort of started to work, is you're awakening the sycophants that are like, oh right. wait, I can't boo you. I'm ruining. Like, oh no, like I'm. But they I'm did boo him throughout that WWE, and what am I doing? Like that's to well, me and they, what and they got true. back to booing him at the end too, right? right. Like they only right. stopped booing him, and when but he they yelled, realized what was happening, right? right. Like it, it, it was every the problem with the entirety of the promo is it only existed in another desperate attempt. Like the only point of all of it was one more desperate attempt to try to beg you to go along with Cody Rhodes, right? Like, and this is what I've said it is all along. It's, hey, guys, we get it, but please be on our side anyway, right? Like, we try, we're we acknowledging you. We hear you. We're just, come on, please? Like, that's all this is, is this desperate attempt. So it does nothing to push along anything. It stops everything else. We need to bring our show to a screeching halt to try to beg you to stop booing Cody Rhodes. And you can't just come out and say those words because you'd be lambasted for that. So instead, this is what we're going to attempt to do. And it's it has never worked and it never will work. And we've been you know, we've been talking about that for, you know, God knows in, in fairness, the fans didn't the, the AW fans didn't catch up to it as quickly as we did. Um, it took them months longer to finally be like, wow, this is complete crap. Like, this is horrendous. What are we doing here? Um, but once you get there, there's no, as we always say, there's no going back until you go away. That None of these, John Cena can return and be cheered because he went away. Yep. And you have to go away before you can do anything else. Or, you know, you, you can be so good as a heel for so long that it forces people to recognize how good you've been as the heel and then want to like you again. Those are the only two paths. You become such a dastardly heel and so good in the role as a heel that that gets you your path back or you go away and then people appreciate you when you come back. It's one of two. It, you, you can't have it without that. The problem is that... The Cody heel path is not a good path because he's still the guy that runs the company. So you can't really make that work. It's it's just Triple H. That's all it is. Right. It's just Triple H. It's nothing other than that. This They screwed up Cody so badly there's no coming back. So now they're at the point where we'll bring our show to a screeching halt for 10 minutes to beg you to stop booing Cody Rhodes. You're not going to do it, and we're going to be in the exact same place next week. Nothing is going to change, and how much of your time are you willing to dedicate to begging people to stop booing Cody Rhodes? Yeah, I mean... If if you stuck to the first two minutes of the promo where he was getting booed, where he was coming off as an egotistical, complete and utter dick, could maybe, I mean, it would be a, a direction, a path of something. Whether or not it would work, we can, you know, debate that all we want. We have debated that all we mm -hmm. want, you know, but it would be a direction. It would be a path. It's this, it as it stands right now, is, as you said, eight minutes of nothing. It was him going out there and talking for no reason. Yep. 
it, it was, wasn't nothing though. It was it was very like so so you say that. So here's the issue. Or, he didn't or here's say issue. anything. <laughs> well, he he did though. It's he said exactly what Glenn is saying. He said, and I, I'll break it down even further because this is the way I took it was. Hey guys, all right. Pause on kayfabe, everybody. Pause. Okay, I'm the guy who gave you all of this. Just do what we want you to do. That's what this was. That's that's what he was saying the whole time. I'm going to say all this shooty stuff at the beginning right. so that you know this isn't my character. This is me as a human telling you that you're not doing what we set out to do. And you might be, in my opinion, and I'm going to say uh, my opinion being Cody Rhodes, in, my, in Cody Rhodes' opinion, you're ruining our show. And you need to do this other thing to not ruin our show. And we need to remind you that we're all booking this together and we're all... This is our family together and that we all should have the same mission and you shouldn't do it, the it, opposite. Essentially, we are sycophants together. It, Stop. You know what you know what's you know what the insanity of what you're describing, uh, Brandon, and, and you're right. The problem that we've talked about in the past was that it was the AEW fans that were gatekeeping, but this is AEW trying to gatekeep their fans. Correct. <laughs> it's it's a hundred percent. Timeout, K Fabe is not going right now. Hey everybody, we need to get on the same page. Do, do you want to be a part of the club or not? Do you want to be part of what we're doing? Well, if you're going to be part of what we're doing, we're telling you this is what you have to do. Like, could wait, you, you know what? Imagine if WWE did this. Well, I, they did do that. Now that you're you're describing it this way, they did do that. This is the promo where you had Vince and Triple H and Stephanie come out and say, "We're listening to you. You guys are the oh, ones yeah. who make this yeah, show. You guys are right. the." And that's when you had Champa and Gargano and Ricochet and Aleister Black come up yep. for a, a little bit. And they were like, oh, you know, this is going to be changed. This is your show. Like, that's the promo. God, Not really, because they I, didn't say, hey, pause. Uh, you know that guy you're booing at the end of the night? Stop doing that. No, no, no. But but they did, they did basically come out and say more or less, you know, we aren't the characters. They didn't say, I don't think those exact words, but they made it clear, like, we we aren't Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. We are, you know, I, sure. I, but there, there is a, there's a comparison, but to Brandon's point, it's not exactly the same. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's I'm not, not saying it's right. apples yeah, to yeah, apples. Yeah. It's but definitely describing it that way is very much that segment, though. Please do what we want you to do. Uh, but they didn't say please do. It. They said we're going to change the show. That like that's the opposite of what. Cody yeah, actually, was you know doing. what? Brandon makes a good point there. They actually literally walked out and said we're we're acquiescing. We're we're bowing down to you. And of course, it only lasted for about you know two months, right? Like right, if, they, that. Then, if that, and then they went back to doing exactly what they were going to do. But it is almost the exact opposite, which fair, is okay, fair, which fair, is fair. we are we are giving we are saying we're giving you what you want. Th- this is us saying, please we're, just we're, take. We're what, giving you what you want, so please cheer for us. Please, in, in fact. If you remember, which it's hard to, they had like storylines that just abruptly ended that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They just like completely changed all everyone's feud right. and abruptly like whatever whoever was fighting for the title just didn't exist anymore. And there was a new per- competitor and like they did a lot of weird stuff like that. You could so you it, could say it was Raw 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really was. It really, there was like. Wasn't there a pay-per-view? It, like in the middle? Yeah, of the I, th- like, I think oh, I think you're right. It really was that forget awkward. It. Chris like, Jericho's fighting yeah. AJ Styles for no reason or I, whatever. I, it I was. do I do think you're right that it was literally that awkward. Um, look, I, you know, 
the, the, if you want actual problem, tangible problems from that, like other than you know, it's it's not good to spend ten minutes talking about nothing, right? Like if you want actual problems, here's an actual problem that came out from it. You bar- you buried your world champion. You want an right. actual problem? You buried yeah. your world champion. Well, that, and, and that and, bit is is really obnoxious when the 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 TNT title is only as important as every other title when Cody Rhodes yep has it. But we we've, we've been down yep, that path we've been so down that path a million times. You buried your world champion. We don't have secondary belts here. My that my belt is the belt that matters. Oh oh, and you buried your world champion. And somebody would say, well, at least like he didn't reference him by name and burying him. And that, to your point, Aaron, would be what? No, a hundred percent buried your world champion. Which I, is, I, I figured that went without saying because we. Had that conversation twenty times. Well, but 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 not it, you didn't announce it. They didn't announce that. They left. We had the problem with like you know the 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 well, Ruby no, Soho Cody situation. He has literally come out and said this is the most important title in the company when he hasn't. Yeah. Like he's literally said that. I guess that's true. And we've he talked has, about that yeah, on the show. Yeah, said that. Yeah, but but it wasn't. Here's what I would say is a bigger problem, Aaron. Is that wasn't at a time where um, you had a lesser performer as world champion. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Adam Page in any way, but I think we all need to understand, like, you have a responsibility to elevate him a little bit more because he's not, from a name, from a household, you know, name brand value, Adam Page does not mean what your other world champions have meant. And this is the first time you've taken someone who wasn't an international superstar and made him the world champion. You've got to do more work with that. You're on the same night. You're showing him in this utterly irrelevant feud that no one gives a shit about. So, oh man, now I did it. Damn it, Brandon. Um, like it's 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 Cody burying a champion who's in a terrible. You're, you're basically saying we're telling you there's no secondary belts because we're telling you the other one doesn't matter. Like. We might as well tell you the other one doesn't matter because it's currently in a, vo- a feud with Lance Archer and a guy that unless you really love AEW, you don't know about. Um, that's that's abundantly what you're saying. You're burying your world champion, and it's it's more problematic than when your world champion is you know John Moxley, than when your world champion is Chris Jericho, and even than when your world champion is Kenny Omega. Um, like this is more problematic to be burying Adam Page who you should be propping up more. And and frankly, for a little while, we thought you were propping up a little bit more via the Brian Danielson feud, right? Like, we thought that was something that was elevating um, Adam Page only to have it followed up with this, you know, utterly irrelevant uh, feud that he's working, or whatever this is, program, whatever you want to call this thing right now, um, combined with Cody Rhodes being on television burying the title belt. That's bad. I mean, that's really bad. It's there's just no getting around it. It's... Yes, it's Cody Rhodes in a nutshell. I, 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 I guess we've said it all. I guess we can move on and deal with other things. I don't think there's anything else that needs to be said. I, I will. There is humor in the fact that they knew, like they they want to have the entrance because they're in their mind, like the entrance is big, and that's what tells you that Cody Rhodes is a star. But they they can't have like they just know it's going to be a chorus of booze so they had to dump out of it and cut to a you know a, a, a promo of the 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 talent show right like we'll we'll get his music and him walking out but as soon as he walks out 
We got to dump out quickly, and we don't want anyone to hear the chorus of boos that's going to be raining down as he walks to the ring. We want to present that he's a star, and that's not a good look for presenting someone that's a star. I found that to be quite ironic, quite ironic in that process. Oh, and by the way, he's got a match with Sammy Guevara. And they can't just let him be a, a heel for a week. They can't just say, just go be a heel for a little while while you're working against Sammy Guevara. My God. Ah. But there uh, is there is But that. they got hey, you'll get the you'll get a what, thirty minute ladder match with bleeding and uh, all kinds of uh I'm sure it'll good. be a fun match. No yes. question. It'll be no good. question about it. But hey, it's a ladder match, so that he doesn't have to get pinned. So right, <laughs> and that's exactly what I, I wasn't sure. Like, is it so? Is it so he doesn't have to get pinned, or is it worse where he's going to get he's the title back win. without and, and be able to claim? Oh, I never pinned Sammy, yeah. so I'm not that bad. Well, he'll if he if he's not if he's not winning, he'll definitely light himself on fire, um, yes. and he'll he'll wear a crown of thorns, and like I mean. <laughs> He'll bring a sledgehammer. All of it. All of it. All of it is going to occur. There is no question about that. Um, all that being said, by the way, did we ever get like did did the deal get done? Did he sign his new contract? No, he even mentioned that in the promo. Yeah, but I thought there was a report from someone that said the deal was basically done anyway. Like, no, by the way, no, no. Well, the, this whole thing is a kayfabe. It's right. Very this is this has all been a, this has all been like, absurd from the get go. Like what? It, on what planet do you think Cody Rhodes is not going to be a part of AEW, the company that was built around Cody Rhodes? Like, could I mean, you yeah, imagine? It's only his talent contract. He's still part of the company, even right. if he doesn't have a talent. It's like Triple H has a talent contract, and he has a job as well. No, I mean, where this is very clearly going, and include because he said very specifically, you know, he said the contract, not the contract I wanted, Tony. So <laughs> yeah. it's... It, they're they're gonna build up to something on TV with what, it. What, what, like, there's no question they, about what it. What do they think that is? My God, what do they I mean, think that is? The the only thing that would be, I'm not even gonna say good, but would mm. be mild. Like, if it's part of the big heel turn, and it's you know, so Tony Khan is your top face. That's <laughs> a that's some that's some well, good oh, booking right there. He's a face. That's for sure. That's the problem, Aaron. This is the problem. <laughs> did I say it's a? Pro- did I say it's not a problem? I said it's the only thing it can be. Legal. Do you know what the number one thing Cody Rhodes could do to be the the top heel in AEW? What? Be in the Royal Rumble. That's that's the number one thing. And then he could he could do you that. They, but they would they would flip it as as you know. Oh, this is them sticking it to it. You know, this is such a no, big. But some, no, but listen to me. If somehow. And again, I think this is insane. I I don't think this is Stop. possible. At all. You're, you're wasting your breath. <laughs> you're really Listen, wasting real your breath. If, of course. But if somehow, let's say that they worked out a deal, hey, one day, like the Christian thing, I know you're going to go do something else anyway, but here you're in the Royal Rumble, whatever. If, if they did that and they let him basically be in somewhat near the end, get out, then never go back to WWE again, go back to AEW and say, well, I wanted to fight for the real title, and you know that—that's the only okay. way he could ever okay. be a heel okay. in in AEW is to denounce AEW and basically be the anti AEW person. The only way you can be a heel in that company is to be that, right? Like, if you're Cody Rhodes, I think otherwise you are. No, you can I, be a heel. You're just not a compelling. You can be right. not a good heel, right? right. You, the, the, like the way to make it work, the way to to make it work, the way. 
that you would want a pro wrestling heel to work. And again, whether that is important or not, I know not everybody agrees that it is. So that's a whole other thing. But and, and it's not going to happen, right? But like, I I just don't. I don't know. Too much Cody. Let's talk about something else. Well, I mean, and in fairness, I don't want to complain too much because you know we really did get something amazing on Wednesday. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> we got Sting wrestling on TBS for the first time in whatever in it was. DC. Come on, man. Where and essentially a handicap match, too. Holy crap. All right. I don't really want to spend any time talking about that no. either. Honestly, I just don't. I think it's I, I, it, we're on repeat at some point. Like yep. it's 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 not good. It's awful. But, you know, there's still a lot of people that don't want to talk about it. So it's it's just kind of what it is. Um, but is it this way? I, I do want to just say one one thing about a, I don't know. Was there anything else we really needed to talk about AEWS? Um, I, I I'm befuddled by why they think Pac's such a big deal. Like I don't. There's people that are related to AEW. Like, and I'm going to throw one in here. I think Daniel Garcia is a very good worker. I think that they need to do about a billion times more work on Daniel Garcia than what they think that they've done. I think they believe they've made Daniel Garcia a star, and there is Daniel Garcia right now could walk into this room, and I wouldn't have a clue who he was. He does not stand out in any way other than he's a good worker. Um, it's it's befuddling to me. Look, thankfully they probably did the right thing with Sean Spears, but they've given Sean Spears like these elongated entrances these last couple of weeks, like they wanted you to think Sean Spears was a thing. There's just the, the people that they try to pretend like are a thing. And again, it, part of the problem is when you have a, a roster of 6 billion people and you want everyone to believe that all of them matter when they just can't. Like, it's impossible. Like, the way that they... I mean this all due respect. I don't think Pac is on a higher standing than the Varsity Blondes are right now. I don't think there's anything that's actually happened in AEW that suggests that Pac is more relevant than the Varsity Blondes are. And watching it just that goes away for so much at a time. That's part of the problem. But I, and and somebody would say, well, you know, people like Death Triangle or whatever, right? They liked it, but it wasn't a big deal. It it, it didn't matter. I mean, when, when he's around, they he does tend to have big matches, but he's just never around. <laughs> I, I just this notion that it was a big moment to have pack. It was a it's a snooze for me until you make it something. I just think that they've done more work. I I hate that. I hate saying this, right? But I do think Brody Lee encompassed that, unfortunately. I love how they've hand, they've treated Brody Lee since his passing. I love how much care and concern they've given to him. But Brody Lee didn't matter that much in AEW. And that's the dirty the character, not the person. The person was clearly very important. John, There's no doubt that John Huber was an incredibly important person. The character didn't matter that much in AEW. But they acted like he did even before he passed away. They do this thing where they think they've done more work on someone than what they've done. Daniel Garcia is the one that jumps out more than anything. I, I'm getting Daniel Garcia to death right now by AEW. Like, there is him, more... Him and Dante Martin, the two of them. I would make an argument they've done more with Dante Martin to at least make him stand they out. Have, but like, I'm saying, like, they think they've done a lot. Like, yeah, a lot, okay, a lot, a lot. okay, I'll agree with that. But at least he stands out to me. Like, at least Dante Martin, you know, like, there's... I know why I'm excited about it. When you just keep throwing Daniel Garcia in, I'm sort of like, what? 
what do you think this is? Like, what? where do you think you are with Daniel Garcia, who, again, I think is a good worker. I like Daniel Garcia. But name three other things about Daniel Garcia. I mean, I, I think there's a direct juxtaposition where, like, when you see what's happening with, like, Hook, right? You're like, okay, that's the thing that you know you've got something. Like, like, like when, when the reaction... That but that wasn't really the, them, right? No, no, <laughs> like, no, no, no. But, that, but it's, I think it's irrelevant, though. Like, I think whether it's them or whether it's natural, not being aware of, of the status of someone is a problem, no matter how the, they got to that I, status. Okay, uh, sure. And, and so if, if you're seeing the reaction that Hook's getting versus the reaction Daniel Garcia is getting, I, I think there's a clear difference. Well, but in, somebody would say that's part of the way they were able to get that reaction with Hook is that, like... They they neglected him and people wanted him. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's it's a but either it's, way though. It's like it's like you're saying though. If you keep pushing, hey, I should care that Daniel Garcia wants to fight CM Punk or something or whoever. But if you did that with Hook, like you could make an argument. Maybe you should do that. You know what I mean? Like it's an I think, interesting. It's an inter- Like Hook's a really big deal that you don't want to do anything with. Like you just want to keep feeding him. But the you also want to be careful because he is so. And that's the thing. Like you think you have this thing that's so organic and so good that like you don't want to screw it up in the process. It's it's an interesting. Young an interesting... wrestlers losing is not screwing. It. Like okay, I just well, had the, an, an interesting. But it's not losing. It's can do we know he can wrestle CM Punk when it comes to Hook at least? If 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 your main event person, and I'm not saying he is the main event, but if a main event wrestler cannot walk hook through a match at this point i don't know i i the, the, that main event wrestler isn't that good yeah you, you know what i mean like could could dolph ziggler wrestle him and and make it a good match we don't like, know we haven't seen hook really wrestle right we've seen him basically have quick squash matches you know he does a couple of holds and then yeah like that's the thing and, and i think you know, if I'm them, I almost think, okay, maybe less is more with Hook. Yeah, like the, you, for, uh, for this specific, I, I I understand your your overall point. I'm just kind of pointing out this one specific point. You know, instance. Has, I don't has know. Has Daniel that Garcia been wrestling for a long time? He, 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 the reason that one of the reasons they treat him as a bigger deal is that he was getting a big, you know, independent groundswell. He was part of GCW. He was, you know, at, at the Tampa, um, you know, all the independent when all the independent shows get together. He was one of those guys wrestling five, six, seven matches that weekend. Like, he had been getting an independent ground, so I don't know how long he's been wrestling, but he had been, before he started showing up on AEW, a guy getting buzz. Okay, so. and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I have nothing against Daniel Garcia. Right. But they have, they have hit me over the effing head with Daniel Garcia, and I'm just not there. I, I don't, you, I, I have not been given reason to care about Daniel Garcia. Like, I have not been given anything, any background, any story, any concept of why Daniel Garcia matters. He has just showed up, and now he's now he's Daniel Garcia. I'm like, what? Okay? Like, I, I'm just wildly indifferent towards him. Like, he can be there, he can not be there. You haven't done the work. He's just a person with a name at the moment. And again, who I give, I think is a good worker. I think his matches have been pretty good. But... There's a million guys that I feel that way about, like that are just guys with a name who can be professional wrestlers. You still have to do the work. You still have to tell me why I care about that. What makes this person interesting in some sort of way? 
and that's the part they've just sort of skipped. They just started throwing Daniel Garcia into everything and 2.0. I don't you know. I don't care about 2.0. Um, to be fair, maybe it's on YouTube. We just don't and know. That's maybe that's part of the problem. Is that I'm just not I'm not going out of my way to to, to do that. It's not going to happen. Let's talk briefly he, he about. Is, well, real quick, he is one of those guys though. When they put his record on the screen, you're like, oh, he's wrestled like a hundred. Right, right, right. <laughs> you're like, wait, when? Um, let's briefly talk about Moxley because obviously the the big thing this week is that Bully Ray got heat for what he said. I. I, I think you guys are playing right into Bully Ray. Like I'm just being honest oh, with course. you. Like but I, I think Bully Ray is a troll at this. Point. I think you guys are giving him exactly what he wants. And I missed Bully Ray. What did Bully Ray say? He said he, that, he said he should have started by apologizing to all the fans. Yikes! For going away. Okay, it's yeah. yikes. But this is I I mean this in the nice way possible. This is the part where we forget we're watching professional wrestling and we're into professional wrestling, and we think that Bully Ray has some like journalistic obligation right, to right. say certain things. He's a professional wrestler. That's what oh, he by the is. Way, also, not known to be like the greatest of people. Over uh, but the... but these are two different things to me. Like I I'm not. I have no idea if Bully Ray actually feels that way or not. I have no right, clue. Right. He's, 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 he's a said. shock jock at best. Yeah. He's a shock jock. But but Correct. that's but we say shock. He's a professional wrestler. Like he knows what works in professional wrestling. Right. That's who. That's that's his identity. That's who he is. I don't know when Bully Ray is a real human being and when he's a professional wrestler because he's Bully. He literally goes by Bully Ray. Like what? He's not on the. I don't even know what the man's real name is. What is Bully Ray's real name? It's Mark something. Maybe? I think you're right about that. I do think it's Mark something. Actually, Mark Lamont's Lamonaco. He's not on this show. Is Mark Lamonaco giving thoughts? He's working as Bully Ray. We have to sometimes, and I mean this with all due respect, and I say this to to sports fans too. Like, get that worked up about what what Colin Cowherd says. Like, what do you think they're doing? They're playing a character. I, they, you're. This is on you. This isn't on. I. I Mark Lamonaco might be a bad person, right? That's a completely different conversation for a different day. When he goes on and says something like that, maybe Mark Lamonaco really feels that way. And if he does, that's BS. But we have no clue if that's the case or not because someone named Bully Ray said it. Someone who goes by the name Bully Ray said something on their show that got an S-ton of attention on the internet. Do you think it might be possible that that person woke up that morning and said, I know what I could say that could get people talking today. I know what I could say that would um, flip the professional wrestling world upside down and would get me a bunch of heat. I'll say this. It's on you for getting that worked up about it. It's not on him. He's a performer. We... There's a bigger problem that exists throughout the world. It's not unique to professional wrestling, like in any way. And I, it's somebody would say it's the problem with pro, the way that we've professional wrestling the world, right? It's why things yeah. we we used to be able to enjoy things. Like now we know everything's fake, right? Like now I couldn't watch the Impractical Jokers and enjoy it because I would see Tom Green pull stunts and like they were real stunts. There were really people whose lives were being like hurt in those moments um, that were not in on the joke. Now you watch these stunt shows, 
and the amount of, of legal aspects of it, you can't do these things. Everybody has to be in on it. Everything is a work in, in entertainment these days. There is nothing legitimate. No one is out going and doing real stunt shows because they get arrested. Um, you, you can't do these things any longer and make that the, everybody has to be in on the bit in order to pull it off. You're just trying to make good television anyway. And I don't know, maybe the Impractical Jokers are a good television show. I've never watched. It's not my thing because from a million miles away, it doesn't take much of a brain for me to say, this isn't jackass. Like what made jackass so good was every, not everybody was in on it. The people walked into a mall one day and saw Johnny Knoxville beating up Butterbean. It's why they had to go do it in Japan, because too many people in America knew who they were. They couldn't pull it off. They had to go somewhere where people didn't know who they were in order to be able to make it authentic. I'm very worried about that with this movie, by the way. I'm very worried about how they, if, if they finally caved and now they're going to fake everything too, right? Like, I just don't know. Um, the Impractical Jokers might be a very funny show if you can accept the premise that it's all fake. Like, it's all, everybody's in on this. There's no real pranks being pulled. Um, it's just a silly premise, so enjoy it. Maybe it's a, a very pleasant show if you're capable of doing that. Well, that that's pro wrestling, isn't that's it? That's exactly right. Exactly. We've pro wrestlinged the world. Everyone's in on it. Bully Ray is in on it. I think. I mean, I don't know that either, but it's, it's Bully Ray. I mean, come on, man. Getting worked up about something like this, demanding, you know, like he needs to apologize. Come, what, what are you doing? It's like you, the person's name is Bully Ray. Then you're mad at them? The name Bully is in his name. You think he's going to say, well, I think we just really need to be very concerned about John Moxley and just really show him love right now. Do you think that's what Bully Ray is going to say today? Come on, man. We're not this dumb. I don't, well. You know, it's, you know what you should say to someone who would say that? Who? What? F yourself. Yeah, right? <laughs> I had is, to get that one in there. What is going on, man? What is going on? All right, but uh, as far as Moxley is concerned, um, AEW does not have a seven second delay. Yeah, that was something, right? <laughs> like that really was something. Honestly, like, by the way, by the way, wait, the fan one hundred percent deserved that. By the way, yeah, one hundred percent. And I'm sure you got. But how good are the acoustics in that arena that you could very clearly hear the guy? Dude, by the way, this goes back to what I I say about like WWE. Really, the one thing they need to learn from AEW is how AEW makes that that's a really small building man yeah. like that's an unbelievably small building this new building in DC 4000 people uh yeah like but, a little less than that yeah, yeah but for there. for wrestling it might be more like 5000 with the um, the sure. the because you, you know the people are on the floor and you could tell they didn't do a ramp right like they just they they put the ring as close to the the titan the, mm -hmm. the tron as they could um but it's an incredibly small place and yet when you watch it on TV it feels big. It, it looked great. It sounded great. It was like the perfect place for wrestling, honestly. I mean, this yeah. is and 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 WWE's got. If you're going to keep running these buildings where you can't fill a half of them anyway, where and I, I've talked about this with the camera shots, where you're only ever going to show us the same three sections the entire night because nobody's sitting in the sections on the other side of the arena. Stop running the massive buildings. Stop doing it because this presents much better on TV. It presents way better to be in right size buildings. It looks like you're at a friggin' jamboree, man. It looks like you're having a time. 
when there were as many people that were there as might be at a, you know, a, not even at a Rutgers basketball game. Like, it's it's wild to me. That is, I, it's real praise for AEW. This is not BS or, like, trying to be a backhanded compliment. They're not getting big crowds or whatever it is. Like, this is, they are in right-sized buildings doing these events. They are in truly right-sized buildings, and they make them look tremendous when they pull it off on TV. Like, X, you feel like you're at a real massive event when you're at an event that's about the same size as the dentist convention at your, you know, local convention center. It's incredible. It's incredible the way that they do that and, and the way that they use the lighting and the way that they use the camera shots to pull it off. Remarkable. Um, as far That being said, with Moxley, good to have him back. You know, I always get worried about John Moxley. <laughs> like, I just do. Um, you know, the, I worry that he tries to play to his character too much. Um, or I worry about where he ends and the character begins sometimes. And I, I, I don't know what you do right now with John Moxley. That, that was the only part about all of it is, and, and I, you can't because he's in another feud. But everything about that felt from a professional wrestling standpoint like it should have ended with MJF's music hitting. It right. it should have ended with a really strong heel being there. And in a worked shoot era, MJF, of course, would be the, the perfect person for that. And they get it. Like, you can't do it that. Can't, it can't always be MJF. Well, but that's part of the problem, isn't it? Right? Part of the problem is yeah. there's there's one. There's one. And he's just so much better at it than everybody else's. And like maybe there's some argument that you could have just done it. You could have just had MJF come out, not even interact with John Moxley, but just to be a prick, right? Just like, walk past, like as he's going up the ramp, you it, have MJF's it, music. I, I don't necessarily disagree with them wanting this to be separate from wrestling right now. But I don't. Nothing is separate from wrestling. It's the only thing I would say. If he, if you have to separate, no, but it, but it is. If next week he's a heel, you know what I mean. Like you, like if the if the plan for him going forward is him being a heel, it's best to let him do this now and just let it drop off, and then do a wrestling thing next. Well, week. yeah, obviously you can't if, have him right. If he's going to be a heel, heel you don't want to have MJF come. Right. I mean, somebody would say this isn't a good time for him to be a heel, right? Like somebody would well, say. Someone would say that, but like I would say, even giving it a week is okay. I don't think you can do it the same night because they're not going to boo him. You know, like like you got to give him a minute. Um, and maybe it's two weeks. Maybe I don't know. Is he wrestling Friday? I mean, that's always a possibility. Like, or, or is he on the show Friday? I, I don't know if he's on the show. Well, Friday. they didn't tape it, so it's a live. Well, no, 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 it's live. Right, right? correct. That's so, what I'm saying. So, so I don't. Yeah. I, I I didn't see him advertised for something tonight, but. Well, who knows? Brian Danielson's on the poster. Uh, no, he, he wasn't is. At he either is. Night, no, he, so. he is. He is on tonight. Moxley's facing Ethan Page. Well, there you, there go. you go. There you go. Well, okay, but that man actually could have come out. Yeah, that. right. Like my God, that actually plays right into what I'm talking about. It, it, but, do you want, but do you want Lambert to be saying what he would? No, say? that's what I just said. I don't want him saying anything. To me, oh. it's about the pro wrestling rub. It's about reminding everyone that we still do pro wrestling here. And that in pro wrestling, every time you have a, uh, a conquering hero, there's someone who wants to bring that hero down. And in that moment, as that segment ended, what I think what you're supposed to do for business, and this is this is very nitpicky, right? Because nobody's ever going to say that a segment like this is a bad segment because it's not. It can't be a bad segment, right? It's right. 
It's just a guy coming back. It really isn't anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's just all it is is a big pop for the guy and then let him say whatever he wants to say, right? Like, he didn't... There's nothing that, that John Moxley said is going to help John Moxley more next week than John Moxley just being back, right? But in reminding everyone that this is a business and everything we do is for the business, it felt like a professional wrestling moment required that ending with the acknowledgement of a heel. And that's to my point about MJF. I don't need MJF coming out and cutting a promo, but just having his music hit as everybody's basking in that moment, let them... Oh, like doing the moment where like he comes in when the other guy leaves kind of thing? Like, that's what yeah. Aaron just said, right. You know, like got that, got that okay. type of thing. Having a, look, we, we get the, the moments, we're not going to cut anything from the moment. We're going to play out the moment. But as the moment ends, it's a reminder that we, this is still a business. We still have business. We still have something to do, work to do here. That's, that's the only thought that I had in all that. Okay, do you want to go to NXT next and talk about the WrestleVotes thing, or do you want to get the Raw and SmackDown next? Let's go yeah. to NXT. Okay. Yeah. Aaron, tell me whether or not we should meet, take anything from this tweet that got everybody worked up today. I don't think so. Like, I know Russell Votes has, uh, you know, specifically reported things in the past that's been true. And I'm, I'm sure that they're disappointed. Do I expect there to be a, you know, as you teased at the beginning of the show, 3.0 coming in the next couple months? No. Nope. Do I think, do I think that they, does it sound right that Vince is, grumbly backstage yeah sure yeah is, um, is andrew zarian a real person he's matt men correct that yeah, was is he real is he like reputable real uh i don't know i'll be honest i off the top of my head i i mean he's certainly nothing, there, he's built up nothing that makes me say no he's and, and he has obviously built up quite the following so there's a quote from him that says Spoke to a source at WWE regarding WrestleVotes report on WWE being disappointed at how NXT 2.0 is going. Ready for this? Uh, get get ready to be shocked. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Blow me over with a feather. Okay. According to my source, <laughs> I can't even not laugh. A lot of the blame is being put on the abruptness of how everything was changed. Fan perception of the product isn't helping either. <laughs> the product isn't helping either. Well, I will add. <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean, I mean like, no kidding we could have said that like I, I, that doesn't mean anything when you when you sent when you texted us this morning brandon <laughs> what 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 i said back is what i th- this is so it's unsportsmanlike to comment on this <laughs> like I, what i said it's so funny what i what i said back to this tweet Oh, I did not. It might, this this tweet is too easy to dunk on. I can't. Like you feel like you're you feel like you're taking advantage of a of a handicap kid. You know, like like what what is this? This this feels it it this can't you can't this can't be real. Like you can't really be saying these things. There's this no would be like way. If I got hit by a car and you were like, hey, don't walk out in front of that traffic. And then I did, and I got hit by a car, and I said, you know what? If I didn't walk out in front of that traffic, maybe I, I wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten hit, by, hit by the car. Um, I, 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 yes, I 100% believe that WWE, that Vince McMahon is frustrated because it's whatever he was complaining about with the old NXT, the measurables are definitely worse with this NXT. There's no measurable... That is going well, but as we and this is the part where it becomes awkward. The number Aaron and I, you, you and I talked about six months, right, being the number. Yep. Oh 
Are we? I, I think we had said like April because it started in uh, October, so we said April. Like that's our target date. Y- you can't even think about any of this. I, like really, you can't even have a conversation about this stuff until because you ripped something down and rebuilt it from the studs. Like this isn't introducing a new character. This is a, a complete overhaul. You need six full months and somebody would argue it almost has to be six months from like now because it wasn't until two weeks ago that you finally flushed out all the old talent right like well wait that's still not so so that's still a problem because like i think part of the issue is what i mean there's a million things wrong right but one of them is you can't expect me how do i want to phrase this I, i i think it's i think we had talked a couple of weeks ago about how um slowly phasing the people out is good and bad, right? There's good reasons and bad reasons to do that. And how can you do the show you do and then put a main event that would have been on the other show? Like that's sort of, and they've done that multiple times. We're like this Walter Roddick strong match is a black and gold match. You have that on top of, the rest of it, which is not well, remotely. Well, hang on, it's it's there's not it's Gunther. Let's be and we'll t- we'll talk we'll talk we'll talk about it. We'll talk well, about it. He was it in a Walter second. when he started the That's match. Cool. <laughs> so yeah. he was still black and gold, and then he became 2.0 after the match as Gunther. I guess. Um, but, you know, there's there's a there's. Do you agree with me? This match was to- a total black and well, gold match. It's, it's what we've been saying for weeks now. Is that they, you know, they want to do this 2.0 thing. But the only thing that people, you know, they that they feel they can advertise is stuff that from before. It's why you have, you know, you had Champa stretch it out. It's why all these things right. happen. But not just that. Look at the crowd reaction in right. the building. Yeah, it's, it's the thing that people care about. Right. And if you were going to do this, like, we're, we're saying that they drastically changed things, but it's like, it almost would have been better if they had just done that and not right, not include just, just literally not include any, but just say starting next week everybody's gone, all the belts are up for grabs. This yes. is the new group of performers. This is who's yes. going to be here, right? And like, we're we're not going to care about ratings for four months or correct. so. We're not even going to look at them. We're not going to try to play into them. Um, in hindsight, probably the case. And also, look, it's embarrassing. It's a it's embarrassing to have Tony D'Angelo doing this to Pete Dunne. It's embarrassing for everybody involved because. This show was supposed to be for the smarter wrestling fans, and the smarter wrestling fans, it, there's no value now for Tony D'Angelo beating Pete Dunne because it's it's just embarrassing. It's just, oh, you're just having everybody get run through. Like, there's there, there's no value to it. You're not handpicking someone. You're just saying everyone has to die, right? Everybody's got to get yeah. the bullet in the back. That's That's all you're doing. Everybody's got to die. And like, so there's like okay, you just killed off Roderick Strong. Now you're building up Gunther to get killed off by Brock Braun Breaker, probably, right? I mean, that's sort of all. Feels all right. it's it's crazy. It's, it's, we have to kill off all the characters, and so it loses the sting of the value of of who it does that who it is that kills them off, right? right? You, know, you like, know exactly what's going to happen because you correct. You know you know they're getting killed. You know the way that this is going to go. Everybody's get a bullet in the back of the head before it's over, right? Like. It it this doesn't. Is, this is like if on if if you were doing a horror movie, right? And you already knew the cast for the next horror movie, and you knew which people were not cast in that movie, so you know they're all dying. 
like if, if you announced right, and, if and, you and we're and we're in the middle of the movie, so we're, we're past the first shock, you know, killing. No, like you haven't seen the first movie yet, and they have the trailer out for the second movie, right? And none of the people that you see, yeah, yeah, that's a fair way, it. right? That's a fair way of comparing it. That's that's not all that. So it just doesn't help. It doesn't help Tony D'Angelo in the in any way because he's just he's just the one that did it, right? Someone had to do it. He's just the one that did it, and you know, it, it, it's in no ways. Like in the past, when you knew somebody was going up to the main roster, and you would get a big emotional moment with someone going over that person because they were handpicked. Now it's just, well, somebody's got to do it. Which which one of us is going to be the one to shoot the guy in the back of the head? All right. Well, ironically, it's Tony D'Angelo, right? Um, like, <laughs> and that would be good if they. You know what? If you want to mix it up and have him actually shoot him in the back of the oh, head. Oh man, that would six I, miles outside, right. That would actually be really good. good. I agree with that. That would be the best thing you could possibly do here. Is sort of play into it in that way, like. You know, you're you're the last one. You got to go. Like I'm Tony D'Angelo. I I'm the one who does that. It would actually be a way better thing than what they've been trying to do. Um, I, I I'm, you know, it it's tough. It really is tough because I am struggling to tell you the three things that I'm really interested in from week to week. I, I'm still at least putting it on the to know what's going on, but. Like if you said right now, hey, and you know they couldn't possibly, but if if you said, hey, NXT is coming to Bel Air again, and I've got free tickets, let's go. I'll buy you a T-shirt. I, I couldn't spend your money on a T-shirt right now. Correct. I got no. you a Grayson Waller T-shirt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that would be very. Fair. I mean, other than the obvious, like we would all say, yes, get me a Cameron Grimes shirt. So that's that's unfair. Yeah, yeah that's okay. true. Okay. I, I I do a diamond mine. I'm still into diamond mine. I think I'm into diamond mine, but you know, it's iffy, right? Like it's it's I I don't I think I'm into diamond mine. Again, um, I'm, it, it's what it is. Is I'm into the I'm into certain performers, but I'm not into the show. You're probably into more performers than I am so far. Then I'm I'm struggling to tell you that I'm into. I like Cameron Grimes. I like Braun. But Breaker. but again, Cameron Cameron Grimes was there before, so I, he doesn't True. count. Like yeah. I'm saying. Anybody that was introduced when NXT 2.0, Braun there's Braun Breaker and the Creed Brothers. I like the Creed Brothers. I've, I actually, li- I like all of Diamond. I agree with Aaron. Yeah. I like Ivy Nile. I like the Creed Brothers. Of course, I like Roderick Strong, but he's been there. Um, and Malcolm Bivens. And Malcolm Bivens. Well, and, and he's been and there. Technically, too. Yeah, he's, he's been, been there, there too. Right. Correct. And so I would almost say that that eliminates the Diamond Mine too. Right. Like. Well, I'm into the Creed well, Brothers. Oh, they have three so. new people. Yeah, I mean the Creed Brothers specifically. I need to, to I need them to do I more. I like Ivy Nile. I, I like her potential. Yeah, and Ivy's good too. She's got a well, good we haven't look. Seen that I, what I think her. I would say is I like their looks. I like they had they had the Creed Brothers kind of chatting a little bit on this week's show, and I didn't think that. Oh was well, very that good. was a problem. Yep, I thought that but they're was, very good in the ring. That's and but that's an issue for me, right? Like I I like them. But if you have a mouthpiece, is it? It shouldn't be. Just don't have them talk. <sighs> All right. Um, uh, anything else we want to cover related to NXT, guys? <laughs> nope. It's gonna be well, really. It's gonna be really well, funny, by the way. It's gonna be really funny if I forget to edit it. <laughs> it's gonna be really <laughs> funny. That, that would almost make it better. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man, I got. Uh, I got a. I got a difficult about. decision to make when we finish recording this. So, oh. We have to talk God. about it, right? Uh, what? What are we talking about? Gunther. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, of course. Look, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is I, I think WWE is catching unwarranted strays for this. Um, I'm not quick to defend them on everything, but 
if you don't like the fact that they wanted to change his name, that's a different conversation. Right. Assuming yeah. I, I, we're, we're not talking about that conversation. I, I think assuming that either they knew or that there is some world in which they should go through and check every name of anyone who ever fought alongside a Nazi. Like, come on, man. This is an extreme. Now, it would have been a, a, a really bad, bad moment if they had gone ahead and introduced him as Gunther Stark, only to find out a week later that that was the case. But, but they didn't. We we all have a brain. I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a comparison, right? Um, when someone says something, oh, I'm I, I'm not gonna try to make this comparison. Regularly, someone says something on Twitter, and we all know that's not what they meant. And if we like them. What we'll do is we'll say, hey, man, you forgot a word there, right? Or, dude, I, I think you screwed that up. If we don't like them, we'll assume they're evil, right? Like, we'll just say, oh, look at what this person said. I don't, oh, man, I don't, oh, I loathe to make this comparison. I don't really know if Mitch McConnell is as racist as everyone else making him out to be. I don't think he's a good person, right? But, I think it's possible he genuinely made a mistake with what he said this week, and it was no nothing more than an error. But we don't like Mitch McConnell, or a lot of people don't like Mitch McConnell, so they're going to pounce all over him when they do it. It's the nature of the internet. You, you and I have talked about a certain very prominent politician in, who, who is no longer in office, who we won't say by name, who that has happened multiple times, where we've been like, listen, this guy's the worst. Right. But that's not what he meant. Right. Like we're we're all we all are smart enough to know that. But we don't, it's easier to just pounce on it. It is very easy to see what happened here. They decided on a rant Where does WWE get any name? They just pull it out of their ass. Right? Like the notion that somebody was sitting by I think I'm gonna plant this and I'm gonna get one over on them, or like anything along those lines. They came up with a stupid name. It's a dumb name. I don't like the name. Even before I knew it was related to a Nazi. Um, like, it's a dumb name. But that's what they come up with every dumb name. Everything is a dumb name. They just pick two words out of a hat and say, that's your name now. Why, why was Adam Rose Adam Rose? No one knows. Just a dumb name. They just pick dumb names out. And they give people dumb names. And the internet has a lot of time on their hands. So they find something. And instead of saying something along the lines of, oh, man, you know, like, it, it's an error, we uh, immediately jump to, like, this is so embarrassing for WWE and whatever. How in the world is anybody in WWE, no one's ever heard of this person. No one on the planet has ever talked about this person before. They did not name him Adolf. Correct. <laughs> And if, Wait, and and if I, I think that was my that was my favorite response is like yeah because WWE is so discreet that if they wanted a Nazi they wouldn't just name him Adolf Hitler right correct um I, we we we're trying fact, too Vince hard Vince McMahon would probably be like no one knows who the hell this I, is name well, him Adolf God and, and that's it. why that's why I'm hesitant to say like there's no way like there is absolutely a world where I could say. Vince McMahon was reading a World War II book, saw the name, and just saw, thought it was cool. And it wasn't supposed to be nothing, but he thought it was a good-sounding name, and he thought he could slip it by. There is absolutely that world. Uh, I, could I, see I mean, it, to me, to be able to say that's impossible, of course I can't say that's impossible. I don't, I don't believe... 
knowing what I've known about where they get names from, I don't believe that. I, they, right. they, they, there is not a history of him picking out a name because he sees it somewhere else and decides that he likes that name. There is no history of that. They just we forgot to mention that Cody banged on this too. It is <laughs> yeah. Oh God. They yeah. They just make up names. They just pull things out of the air. That's where they get names from. That by the way, I don't know if every person that's had the name Adam Rose is a fairly common name, isn't it? Yes. Do we know for, for sure. sure there hasn't been a murderer at some point that was ever named Adam Rose? And, Probably and, and not that's the first I, thing that pops up, but well, you know. and, and that's what I was gonna say is that like, you know, in order to be the police on this, now you would have to go and like Google every single name ever and look up every person ever named that. And to, to your see point, what Aaron, do we know that was the case? Do we know that the first? I mean, thing... I, I'm pretty sure that's how we found it is that they Googled the I, name and the and, first thing that came up was that. And I, this is the part I'm gonna separate from you on. I think it's someone who did a lot of work that found this out because this is a very I, random person. Like, this is not someone who was significant in any way. I understand, but there's also not a lot of it. Like, it's not a co- – as you said, Adam Rose is a fairly common name. Gunther Stark is not. But if you Google Gunther Nazi, right? <laughs> By the way, we've like reached an interesting – Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say. Geez, where are we going? If you Google that – Nothing comes up except for the million WWE articles. Well, now it does, yes. But before that, but ever, what, I'm telling like, you everything. No, no, no. There's no. I I can do it right now. Except for the articles written about it in other Gunthers. Right. Correct. A billion other Gunthers are in the first page, Aaron. Just for the for the sake of it, right? If you right. if you search Gunther Nazi right now on Google, boy, uh, we might <laughs> we might get a visit from the FBI later today. Um. <laughs> Yeah. The first two, oh, no. the first two are Nazis who were named Gunther that have nothing to do with uh, this this person. The third one is the first time you get something related to this controversy. The third and the fourth. Um, if so, five, six, seven, eight. But they're all eight, the articles eight, about. Nine, this. Hang on, stop. Ten. Right. There's ten. So there's ten per page. Ten results. Three of uh, four of them are stories about the WWE situation. Six of them. Are other Nazis named Gunther? Right. Gunther. I even it's forgot. Like Bill, right? I, I, no, I, it's not like Bill. Actually, I, no, I, it I, is. I was, no, You're it wrong is. about that. I was curious about. I was actually curious about this, so I actually looked it up. Gunther is the 530th most popular name in Germany. Probably <laughs> because of how many Nazis were named Gunther. <laughs> I'm not kidding about this because oh. there's a billion of them. Yeah, there's so many. Nazis named Gunther. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that's why it's like that now, right? There were also names Very that possible. were. There were also names was, that were. I, I was genuinely curious, like how popular is Gunther? How popular is Stark? Because I was, I was curious about that. There's also names that were a lot more common in, um, in, sure. in, in, in America in the 1940s than they are sure. in, in 2020. Just, but then just to be fair about that. If you Google just Gunther, nothing even remotely Nazi comes up except for the articles about right. this. But so, like, you know, Stark could be like, oh, I watched Avengers last week and I saw Tony Stark. Let's name him Gunther Stark. Or you watch Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many ways that you can get there. The assumption that that is insane. It's just, it's not realistic. It's not impossible, of course. It's what I say about everything. Is it impossible? No. Uh, Kevin Garnett taught us that. Anything is possible, <laughs> Anything right? Is possible. Anything is possible. But 
we, with working brains, should be better at this. We should be able to say there is no evidence that suggests that there is any sort of correlation between these two things. Nothing. There is no, within reason, you can't come to a conclusion like that. You come to that conclusion because it's what you want the conclusion to be. Because you want it to be explosive and you want it to be damning when it's most likely nothing. Overwhelmingly likely that it's nothing. There is nothing to it and it's unfortunate. And the moment it was brought to them, they said, well, holy hell, we're not doing that. Like, we're definitely not doing that then. And that's it. There is literally no controversy here. Right. The the the, the most laughable part of this to me... By the way, what's uh, the, the most common uh, 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 baby names in 1942 uh, were Barbara and Patricia. How many Barbara and Patricias do you think there were born last year? <laughs> I'm <Right>. not... <laughs> so, so the, the other thing that was funny was when they were going to name him Gunther Stark, I was like, they literally took a guy with a great one-word name, which is what they usually want, and we're going to give him a first and last name. <laughs> right. We, we, we're adding names instead yeah, of is, uh, taking them away. Yeah, is the and dis- by the way, a name they already had trade, like a lot of people are talking, you know, they just wanted something they could trade. They already had trademarks on Walter. That's the weird thing about all of this. Well, mm. I think it's possible that when Jericho made a big deal about him sounding like a dork or whatever, that v- Vince McMahon probably was like, Whenever he comes up here, and, and maybe this is part of it. I don't know if he's coming up or what. They're featuring him in some way, obviously. I just want to confirm, um, by the way, that neither Barbara nor Patricia were in the top 100 most common names last year. So I just want to know. Anyway, I, 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 there was a big podcast internet thing about Chris Jericho saying that Walter is a terrible name for a wrestler. And I wonder if that stuck in somebody's brain at some point. Or it's possible that Vince is noticing Walter for the first time. And I, mean, that, I think that's the, the way. That's I, yeah. I think this is, yeah. again, when we actually look at the evidence, these things shouldn't be all that hard. Vince <laughs> Eight-year-old Mc- man does v- not watch NXT. Vince McMahon didn't watch NXT. Now he cares about NXT. Th- this is not hard. <laughs> like he, he wants to rename somebody. That's, that sounds about right, doesn't it? That sounds about exactly what Vince McMahon would do. And he picked a dumb name, and it was a dumb, stupid name, and whatever. And as it turns out, it was a dumb, stupid name that was shared by an awful person that somebody found. And so, okay, now that it exists, let's not keep that that person's name. End of story. Now, you want to say they shouldn't make him Gunther because it's... Probably. <laughs> I, I think we're having two different conversations. I think people... Oh, yeah, no, there are, there are seven different conversations out of but this. I think people want... I think there are people that don't want Walter's name to be changed that want to use the connotation with Gunther Stark the Nazi to say, well, you can't change his name to Gunther either, right? And it's not really because... There's no actual problem with him having the name Gunther. That's not a problem. There's nothing problematic about Walter's name moving forward being Gunther in terms of some sort of connotation. There is no connotation. We want to make that based on what we thought his name was going to be. It wasn't. But we know we know his name was going to be. That I under, except for the fact that Vince McMahon could wake up one day and just decide to do so. How many times well, has he decided okay, yeah, to drop it, somebody's last name? The, the, the planned name was I understand that, that, but he never was Gunther Stark. It never happened. It was going to. It never did. There was never a moment where this person was known as, as Gunther Stark. It w- did not occur. 
But if we don't like it, we want to try to make it seem like there's still a connotation there. There isn't. There's not. We just want it to be that way because we don't like the name and we don't want it to be that. We're trying to create something. Again, separate from the conversation as to whether or not they should have changed Walter's name. I'm not telling you they should have. I'm telling you that there are people that are trying to make a controversy where there is literally no controversy, and I wish we were smart enough to be able to talk about that like adults. But we don't like that because it's boring. It's boring. It's like we don't when, when the football team misses the playoffs and we all want to fire all the coordinators. It's boring to just say all the players got hurt. It's not the fault of the coordinators. We don't want that. It's boring. We want to make there be a controversy. I deal with it a lot, man. It's why I should <laughs> probably get out of this business because I won't just pretend like there's a bunch of controversies that don't exist. But it's who did it too, though, right? It's like the people who tend to want to pile on to WWE. So, right. so you know. Yeah, right. I mean, the, the only way, place I'll disagree with you is simply that once – there was that connection. I would have tried to do anything to avoid you, that you connection. What do you think That's the connection is? I'm not... What connection? Literally, we can't do Gunther Stark because Gunther Stark's the Nazi. They didn't if, if do I'm Gunther charge, Stark. I'm then not doing Gunther because I know where Gunther came from. It came from Gunther Stark, who, whether or not it was intended to be a Nazi or not, I, like there is that connection there now. As a person, I am not. Well, no, but you I, have I'm to remember. Gonna, let me, let me, let me, let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just to prove how stupid. And Aaron, I love you, and I know you know that. I love you. This is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard, and I'm gonna say it in this way, right? Um, the, the guy who calls the, uh, the games to the Ravens, his name is Jerry Sandusky. Right. Yes. Does he have to change his name? If no, do all Jerry's need to change their name? The, the, my point is simply that there is no were, connotation. He was what? never Gunther Stark. If the, by the way, you want something that's real. If they had introduced him as Gunther Stark this week, if they had done it, then maybe your point would be relevant because maybe next week it would be awkward and people will be talking about it. They didn't do it. He was never Gunther Stark. Like basically what you're saying is that a, a, a multi-billion dollar company should react to what articles on the they internet did. are. They no, literally did hold, react. Hold no, they, acted to, they reacted on. to the idea that they were naming their character after right. a Nazi. That's what they reacted to. out to them yes. that they made a mistake. They're not reacting to someone's opinion here. Oh, right. They are okay. reacting to a fact that was brought to their attention. Yes. But what I'm saying is, what you're saying is, a multi-billion dollar company should then decide not even to use the first name because of something that an internet writer found out that had nothing to do with why they named him that in the first place. I'd say yes. If he, if I'm them, I would have changed it unless for whatever reason they were super well, i think super i think i would have gunter but i would have and we should burn them and, down because they didn't no, but, that, but that's things. what literally but what i said was if i was them i would have avoided gunter. I, I, I would have to i would I, not I, agree with I, you. I have no idea why we think they should avoid gunther i have no clue other than we just don't like it i think that we don't I like just, it i just i just would have i would just want to move on from the the especially considering I, this they goes, had i'm not, gonna go back this this they is on us not, sometimes hold on when this came to light they had not yet changed it it was the show had not happened yet I probably personally would agree with Aaron. I would have used that as an opportunity to be like, all right, let's find something else. I, I, the, but I also have no problem with them just using and it. And that's the thing. I would say that's a twofold thing. I would say, one, 
then it feels more like you're saying it it was related to the Nazi. Like I, we we have to abandon it's it entirely like together. Is that, is it, I, I think this is the easiest way for you to say this had nothing to do with that. But you're right; it's awkward. So we'll drop the part where it may, recreates his name. Yeah. This is insane. This is I, like literally one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. This is nothing. There's nothing there. We want there to be something there. And what I said earlier that sometimes it's on us. Like the bully race situation, sometimes it's on us as thinkers to be the captains that step up and say, "Stop being stupid. Stop your. We're we're gonna de- devolve into idiocracy because we're not willing to step up and say this is nuts. You guys are trying to make something that isn't there. You, there's nothing wrong with saying I don't like having Walter's name changed. Fine." That, we've said that about a billion people. I mean, like, I, I don't like having Walter's name changed, but pretending like there's some connotation because his name is Gunther is only proves how stupid we are. We are the dumbest people that have ever lived. I can't believe that our ancestors created fire because we are so inherently stupid. It's a name. It's a, at a time, very common name. It's just a name. That's all there is. He's not a Nazi. There's no connotation towards a Nazi. They almost did something that would have been, again, we would have had the obligation to say, even if they had introduced him on Tuesday as Gunther Stark, we would have had the obligation as intelligent humans to say there is absolutely zero reason to think that this was done intentionally. This is nuts. We are overreacting. But at that point, I could certainly understand saying, move on. We know they didn't. We know that. We just want to create controversy for the fun of creating controversy. Yes. I hate okay. people so much. I hate <laughs> us so much. God, we are so dumb. We are so dumb. What do you want to talk about with Raw and SmackDown? Well, we know that Roman's still playing the number games now. Wait, what? We, you've been going over. No, we don't know. He wasn't weeks. involved with it. No, 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 no. No, it's the same thing if I just the said. The Usos are attacking Roman's opponents. That's the exact I, same thing they've been n- doing for a year now. So I no, know. I it's to, not. Hold on. I have to take Glenn's side. It's here. not no, at all. No way. There's you're no so way. wrong about this. Listen, you listen. Are this so is so wrong about well, this. Hold on, so real quick. The, real quick. This is the first time that I've noticed that they went out of their way to have Roman sort of look like I. I didn't really want them to do that. What what he just said, because they, they cut the whole promo about how he can't do anything on his own. Then those guys come out and you see him looking around like, oh, no, he looks right. You know what I mean? I That was the moment I felt they played. And I, I felt they so, 100. So you think like this week or next week, he's going to call out the Usos for attacking on Monday. I do. I, okay. I, I, and if I, they do, I, I will change my I, mind. I, or or yeah. at least let me say this. I think that's going to be part of this story. They, they, they have to tell that story. specifically. I, I thought they kind of did. I, I mean, not only do I think anything. that they did. I don't. I yeah, think they, that I think that it's more subtle than what you. It goes back to me. This isn't a heel face thing. This is a separate thing where he's not the one doing it. Where they're doing things, whatever they want to do, they can do. He's now, not. He, if he grabbed the microphone and said, "Get him, boys," correct. That's right. But but he never really said, "Get him, boys." It was always very much like this. He just we but always he was oftentimes right behind them. And in the past, though, there were segments backstage where he'd be like, "Well, yep. you know what you got to do." Exactly right. And it's a yeah. it's a subtlety that he's not doing that. Again, I don't know where it's going to go. 
And at some point, they might decide to make him a more defined heel again. Like, they might very well. I don't know. It's kind of funny, because they did not... They did not portray Seth in any way differently. No. He's still the same asshole. But on the house shows, he's wrestling on the heel... Or on the face teams. Like, if you look at the house show results, it's like Seth and Biggie and whoever against the bloodline every night. Which is a little bit... I mean, I'm sure they did something... You know, whatever. It's a house show. We don't read too much into that. House show and it's it's opponents versus opponents. It's still kind of bizarre to do that. Because it's not a common thing they do on house shows. It was funny because there were there were a few things here and there where I was like, okay, they are starting to push him towards the face, and then he'd say something to snap right back the other way. Right, like the thing with Becky that that Roman said was was the closest thing to a heel comment you could get. I still don't think it really was, Um, but that could turn the other guy right. (laughs) You know, when you say things like that, I don't actually. I I think that was the closest thing to a face comment. Like that very much came out as a John Cena comment to me. Like b- because he's complimenting the woman in that yeah, process. Like that, what just just like I that feels like that something was the John. Point C- of what he said. No, but I I think it's very much something that John Cena would say when he was belittling a heel. Oh, okay, I can see that actually. Yeah. Yep, I can one hundred. I can one hundred percent. Come off as inherently heelish. Right, right. It's 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 more just me trying to make fun of you because you're a heel, right? Like, it, and right. when someone is right. a heel, we're allowed to make fun of them in any way, right? Like, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you're not wrong about that actually. Um, I mean, but that it goes back. I, I'm just said a million times. I don't think there's a yes. face. I don't think there's a heel. I, that's just what it is. It's just supposed to be big. That's all it is. I. I you know, it was pointed out to me this week that Brock Lesnar is both the favorite now. He's go- he's reverted back to being the singular favorite to win the Royal Rumble and the favorite to win the belt. <laughs> that would be awesome. Just to watch the world burn. It would not be awesome. I disagree with that. <laughs> Nothing good comes from that. Um with the with the answer being that they would still have time to get the belt off of him, right? The other belt, the raw belt. Even they, if there's a moment of that, though, right? Like, well, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. If if he could end the night at Rumble with both being the Royal Rumble winner and having the Raw Championship belt, and it doesn't guarantee that it makes it a title unification match at WrestleMania because right. you still have two months to get the belt off of Brock Lesnar, right? You could Correct. still, as to Brandon's point, you could get get it off of him in what's going to be the Elimination Chamber, as it turns out. Um, like you could get it off of him in the eliminate. There are still things that you could do, but to your point, Aaron, you could light the world on fire in the meantime, right? With him doing both things. So I, I, I'm not going to, I still hate it. <laughs> no, I, I, and I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think I it's, still hate it. You know, the, the odds are the odds for a reason. You know, what's but... really weird to me in looking at the odds. The weirdest thing about all the Royal Rumble odds is that, um, Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss have the exact same odds to oh, win I, the I'm women's not, rumble. That's not surprising to me. My, Why? my odds my, my odds don't have that, but Oh, wait, wait I I just got the winner. I, I mean, that? it's yeah, I mean there's there's different sites. They do different things. Hang so on a second. Just, I just uh, I saw uh, this today, so I want to pull this from where it is that I hang on a yeah. second. I mean, you, you probably got it from Camby or Skybet or something, and I'm looking specifically at that online. Um, uh, I'll tell you where it is. I've got two, uh, odds checker. I don't know who odds checker is. Who's odds checker. They might just be. It, it, it's some offshore. You know, odds checker. Yeah, whether... It's, it's the odds checker.com slash us. And they have right now the women's Royal rumble, both at plus 400 Alexa bliss and Bianca Belair. 
Interesting. What I'm looking at right now is uh, Bianca plus 400, Bailey plus 450, Rhea plus 800, and Alexa plus 900. Um, I don't know when, you know, like it, you know, how often everybody updates theirs. So I don't, I don't know what this. It, is it, based it just on. depends, you know. Yeah, I don't know. But that really, that was very interesting to me. And then I read a whole piece that like um, the SB Nation site wrote about. Like I, there is, it feels like there's this dismissiveness towards the idea of Bianca winning just because she won last year. I'm not saying dismiss. I'm I'm putting it far less likely. I don't. But think she could she to... could still face Becky without winning the Rumble. And she right. could, right? But like what? I think and, there's and much more value in having her win like the Elimination Chamber to get in than the Rumble because you could show her feats of you could show her in a really like you know. You can feature her in a really, but uh, but who's like, the who are you saving the value for of well, winning the rumble then? And that's the tricky because I would have said it would have been Sasha, and right? I would have said that would have been a great thing for Sasha. But isn't Sasha it would out? A lot of sense. How long is she out for? She's. I don't think she's expected to be in the rumble. She's supposed to be out. Yeah, till, I, th- I thought. I mean, I, we I, have to. We have to say the Charlotte thing's still in play. Right, and that's what worries me. But how, that, and that's, that's the thing. How is that? No, that just give it to be. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm. I'm so confused as to why it. And and maybe some of this is purposeful, right? Like we just want to, but like Bianca, I don't know why we don't think it wouldn't be a big deal for Bianca to win the, the Rumble. Like it would, it is a big deal. It's a very it's big a, deal. Well, it's it's such a big deal that it. That's part of the reason I wonder if they'll go that route because it is, you know, that puts her in company with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I think that's it. Okay, but what's the problem with that? No, I'm not saying there's a problem with it. I'm just saying. I don't know that they'll do that. Doesn't that create one more larger than life star for you? It does. Shawn Michaels has won back to back rumbles. Um, yeah, ninety five and ninety six. That's right. Okay, so yeah, so Michaels and Austin. Those are the two. I mean, like that to me right now. I think Bianca is a tier below Charlotte and Becky, who are the the singular iconic female stars, right? And I think right behind them is Sasha, Bailey, and Bianca. I mean, am I? Yeah. If you wanted just for longevity to say that Bailey and Sasha were a little bit ahead of Bianca, I think you could. But it's but it's I think they're basically hairs. on the same row at the, uh, rung at this point. Like I, to your point, yes, are they a little is spe- and I would almost say specifically Sasha in that way, right? Um, but there, but we also are separating. We know that Sasha's not quite on the Charlotte Becky rung. Right. Yes. No, and... I wouldn't put them on the Charlotte Becky, but you could make a case that there are two rungs there instead of one. But Maybe whatever. that's fine. But like, doesn't that seem like a good thing to have a th- like? Wouldn't winning a yes. se- if you think that winning a second Royal Rumble puts you in that conversation? Isn't that exactly what they should be doing? I I, I don't disagree at all. I just yeah. don't know that and, they and will. If you, by the way, if you just say who won two and not two in a row, it's Triple H, Batista, uh, Randy Orton, Hulk Hogan, John Cena. Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin. Still a pretty pretty <laughs> remarkable yeah. group, you know, obviously. It's a pretty, that's right. like a, the argument for Mount Rushmore. Well, I mean, you know? except right. for Batista, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> How sure. dare you, yeah. And I lo- don't get me wrong, I love Batista, but let's not he's pretend. Like right beneath yeah, no, I, I'm not, again, but I'm not saying he's not worthy. I, I, what's a football comparison I would make? Like, he's 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 Kurt Warner, he's not Joe Montana, you know what I mean? Right. Like He's still still a Hall of Famer. Yes, but 100%. Like, we, we love, nobody's saying he's not, but we also know that, like, if you ranked all the Hall, not every Hall of Fame quarterback was made equal. Joe Montana and Tom Brady are above 
uh, Kurt Warner and Warren Moon. You know what I mean? Like they're they're great Eli quarterbacks. Manning's going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, great, you pr- know. probably is, and and you know that's a whole different yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, like I have Kurt Warner ahead of Eli Manning. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I I I truly believe that if we were going into this and everyone was healthy, Sasha would be winning it for a number of reasons, and I think it would make sense without Sasha. Unless they're going to completely change the WrestleMania plans, it, it almost has to be Bianca. And I just don't, I don't, I, man. I, Unless there's some something they're holding close to the cards. Like yeah, Ronda, right, right. I get yeah. what you're saying. Uh, anything else from Raw SmackDown that you want to comment on? Because I'd love to wrap it up right, right now. And I can even get some of Mark Henry in if we do that. I'm trying to, yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah. It, was not, <laughs> it was not a particularly moving week. <laughs> like, it was not a. Uh, a, a banner week for um, things that mattered significantly. And also because we're doing these shows literally a week later. I do feel like something we talked about on last Friday's show was immediately relevant like 20 minutes after the show went yes. up. And I've already forgotten what it was because we did it a week ago. <laughs> well, I, I will say, um, <laughs> I will say, I will continue to make the case that Sami Zayn <laughs> is a job of the year candidate Look at that segment on Friday. I mean, he's the best performer in WWE. <laughs> that was, type of segment is exactly the kind of thing the jobber of the year would do. He's just, just saying. He's just too important. He's just yeah, too that, important. I mean, that, that was my, like, again, if this was performer of the year, Sammy, without any kayfabe implications, Sammy wins it. Period. End of story. Um, I, you know, it was great. I'm, I'm not, nobody's arguing with you. It was, it was tremendous. Everybody knows that it was absolutely tremendous. Oh, do you want to talk about Finn? I guess we should talk about Finn really quickly. Um, I, I, I am, I have no problem with the idea that somebody, if you want to elevate Austin theory, somebody's got to do the job, right? Like, and someone relevant. And that's the tricky part about this is we don't want it to be Finn Balor because we think Finn Balor should be a guy getting a push. But if Austin Theory's gonna get a push, he's gotta beat the Finn Balors of the world. Yes. Um, I think the bigger concern is that Finn's not gonna get his heat back. Like they're they're not gonna prioritize. Oh. Hey, we just had him lose to Austin Theory. Next week, we need to have Finn Balor do something significant. Right. Well, there's double concern, right? There's that. And there's also whether they actually keep pushing Austin Theory well, and yeah, make it mean too. anything. I mean, that's because, well because we've had this with um, God many was, many many people. No, but there was a recent <laughs> example. Who was the person we were all upset because some random guy? Oh, it was um, it's happening again. Uh, kind of, I guess. Uh, it was when Riddick Moss first came up, and they had him like pinning Ricochet and pinning. You know, guys, and again, again, this was before Ricochet had lost a whole bunch. You know, this was like the beginning of that. And we were kind of like, oh, okay, like they're doing something with Riddick Moss. And they never did anything with Riddick Moss. So like it's it's or to some or to some extent, you I remember how guys how you guys were so excited about Cesaro a year ago, right? Like they are really pushing they're building Cesaro like he's something. I kept saying, like, okay, if you want to believe that, like you can choose to believe that. I'm not joining you there. We do have to say out loud what he's doing right now. Who? Cesaro. Oh, oh do we have to? I don't I don't think we need to do that. No. <laughs> he's in a tag team with Mansoor. Stop, stop. I don't think that's required. I don't think we needed to do that. <laughs> I, and I wasn't doing that to dunk on you guys. I was like, look, I love Cesaro. You know what I mean? Like, I love no, Cesaro. No, but it, it, it's, what, it, it's the point is it doesn't matter what he's doing now. 
two weeks that can change. Yes, 100%. Uh, and and right. I do think it's worth mentioning, at the house show we went to, he had probably one of the top three reactions not, of the night. I think Cesaro is... I, it, I it's said not it. about Cesaro. It, it's right. Austin Theory. All yeah. it takes is yep. them to change their... Wake, you know, right. again... Vince can wake up one day and eh, that pushes over. Yep, one hundred percent. And and the well, he's gonna he's gonna kill him and he's gonna drink his blood and yeah, one of he won so oh, he doesn't that's have to. So bad. That's so bad too. It's so bad. <laughs> and I'm in an awkward spot where like I don't know that I see it with like I see something with Austin Theory. I'm not. I definitely see what they see in him. Right. Like, just I, looking at him, I see something there, but I don't know that I what it is that I see in him. You know what I mean? Like I I I can't tell you what it is. I can't tell you. What would make people love or not love Austin Theory? And that what I fear is, you know, they're not concerned about that any longer, right? Like this is the non-face heel era that, that we don't need to tell you that. You need, like right now, why why do I love Austin Theory? Why do I don't? Why do I not? Just because he's interacting with Vince McMahon, like that doesn't. You, you care you care about him because he's interacting with Vince McMahon. You don't like him because he's beating up Finn Balor. That's all you got, really. And he's pinned like what Jeff Hardy, Finn Balor, well, yeah, and, and these guys, Rey Mysterio, at some point, Rey yeah. Mysterio, like, the, these guys who we like, he's interacting with, but in he's a not way, right? But he like beating them isn't. Oh, I I under no, I'm I'm just saying like what we have on the table right now. I'm not saying he's super heel because yeah. he's not super heel. Yeah, he's, he's, he he did beat Finn Balor fair for the first time. That, that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. at best right now, you could say he's kind of you know deluded misguided person who's being led by you know someone who's evil i guess but like do is vince but mcmahon evil really like, yeah right that's the problem is vince mcmahon is not really evil he's by just the way I, I meant to bring this up last week and i forgot this promo doesn't really fit that i mean it, it was weird and bad and whatever the, the whole vince thing has has not been good as we've said in the past right. but i did have an epiphany last week where it felt like they think that Vince McMahon is Larry David because they, they, you know what I mean? They, they kept doing like having him say like real life kind of things, but in a jokey way to be like, yeah, look, I'm this l asshole, but laugh at me. Like when he was talking about liking to fire people at Christmas and they had just fired all those people. Okay. Okay. And there was a couple other things and I, there was something specifically in the promo last week that he said and i was like oh my god they think that he's larry david like they think that this is funny and that he can say all this shit because he's supposed to be like that like like this likable asshole kind of guy but this thing this week did not fit that I, I don't know really what they were going for with I, that. But. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. What... It's all very bizarre. Correct. And unfortunately, it might only be one person that knows. <laughs> and so. Yeah. And well, he's definitely and, not Larry David, by yeah, the way. Yeah. No question. And, about and that. by the way, you say there's one person. It could be that they, he doesn't even oh, know. Oh, correct. He's just doing it, right? Like, they got to do well, a TV. Like, it's very they, possible zero people know. Right. What's because it, because it's four o'clock and they have to have a TV show on the air in four hours. So <laughs> it's just. What do you want me to say? Right. Okay. Exactly. Uh, do before we go off, do we want to talk about the uh, Mustafa Ali situation? Or just kind of hold yeah, it off till next I, week you know, since it's evergreen. And that's the thing. I don't know what there is fully to say about that right now yet. Like I, I, <sighs> I, I mean, we, you know, it's it's the thing that you know. Whenever we say business is business, like this isn't part of business. If you can fire him at any point, you should be able to quit at any point. I, I think we can all say that pretty convincingly here. To some extent, I think that's true. Like with the idea being like. 
you sign the contract that allows for them to fire you at any point, right? Like you still you still sign the contract that you sign. It's a it's a football right. thing, you know what I mean? I guess somebody's well, you can't quit football. Well, and, and to some extent, Mustafa Ali can quit in the same way. If uh, if I didn't like the team that I was on in football and I wanted to quit, I don't get my rights back. Right. I just have to quit. Right. Like it, this is the Calvin Johnson thing. Calvin Johnson couldn't just go play for another team. He just had to quit because the Lions still held his rights. So, of course, you know, if, if we're doing that, we have to say, we have to make sure, you know, well, of course, the NFL collectively bargained this and we don't have that. Well, and I'm the, not, you're not, you're not that. wrong about that. You're not wrong, but they still have the, like, they, I, I, I think utopic, utopically, utopically, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I would love for that to be the case, but that's not fully the way the world works, right? Like, unless it gets challenged, in which case you know, might be at some point. Maybe, maybe. And I'm not, look, I think we've talked about this a billion times. I a hundred percent think that professional wrestlers should, should try to get together and make this happen. Like a thousand percent. I think that's the case, but I thought that there should be a stronger union for like radio employees. And there never was, you know what I mean? Like, of course, when I worked at a radio station and someone got fired after five months, they got paid out for three years. So. Um, it's based on what's in yeah, your contract. Yeah, it's different for everybody. Well, man, man it's, just, it's yeah. entirely based on what's in your contract, right? Like, right. That's, exactly. that's what you get. You sign the contract. And, and by the way, the, the contract that um, there, there's a reason why Roman Reigns won't be getting fired, right? Like, Because his contract is a little bit different than everybody else's contract is. It's, it's un- I, I'm with you. I'd like it to be the case. I also, like, I don't know what to make of what side I'm on because I don't really know how. If if WWE really prevented, presented him something that was terribly offensive, I I hear you. I also, well, I, would, I don't think it matters. To me, it doesn't matter why. It's if if you're going like there can't be one sided contracts. To me, like we, you know, it's not a utopian thing. Is that? But there, I think if ever challenged, a one sided contract is wrong. But to your point, it's just that you can't ever challenge it. Because but but to, you up to your to your point about that, you agree to that when you sign your contract. I understand, right? That, like, but like, I don't think that I don't think you the choice should be. You have to agree to an illegal contract if you want to work. But here. it's not illegal. You keep saying that. That's not fair, but man. But I, I, I truly believe if this ever got challenged in court, if no. everyone put the time and money into it, that it would be. No, it wouldn't I be. It's, it I wouldn't think it be. would be. I think no. we've seen it in the past. We've seen it one-sided contracts. I think you, you keep saying one-sided this. contracts. It's written in the deal. The, the, like, I understand that. It, but you in, can't say, we can fire you whenever, but you can't leave on your own. Like, we can fire you. Uh, wait, but they still, you keep saying, they can leave. You're allowed to leave. He can quit. He just can't go, he can go work somewhere but else. He can't work. <laughs> That's the point. Like, th- this is the, the reality of that circumstance. And, and by the way, that's the reason why it wouldn't. Like, there's not, because you can't make it so that I can't quit. Of course you can go quit. He can go quit tomorrow and go dig ditches or build a bridge or do any of those things. He can't quit to just go work for someone else when he has a contract. And that like, is the not. The world can't turn into the transfer portal. Like, but, but that's, but in any other scenario, when you have a specifically dates on a contract, you can't just fire someone without cause. Anyways. You can, like, there's no you, other you, place. You absolutely that. can. Remember that you have to you pay say, out. Whatever's agreed to in the contract, like it, correct, we know this. What, what they, they get agree- money. It's not like they they fire them and they they have no money and they can't work. You do have to remember, like they are getting paid. I understand, for- but in in I won't say in most in many many other places, if you have a three year contract and you're fired after three months, you're not paid. If that's two, two three more months. If that's what the contract stated, if you sign the the specific, but what, I, I, where other contracts have it in? No, there, I will I will not- I will tell you that is pretty common. It, it, it is it is relatively common to have a three month 
period. Like, like in my business, that's very common. By the way, it's also to to the point, it's not common to sign three year contracts in every, you know, like that's, yeah, we're, that's part of the issue, right? Like part of the issue is that it's far more common in most places to sign a one year contract. Like I have a, it renews every year, right? Like I have a one year agreement to go work for whatever firm that it is. And you have a one year deal that renews every year. And so this, this doesn't come up that way because they're not typically signing three year deals. But yes, Where it to, does though. Well, but to Brandon's point, typically if you sign someone to a multi-year contract, normally it's if we have to fire you, we have to pay you for an additional three months. Now, if you've worked to a place where you're that important, you might be able to earn a we have to pay you out the rest of the contract. Yeah, you can negotiate other things. Correct. Yes. Like that's that is I I, I again on what leverage I guess, you have I guess here's the thing, because I've actually you know, I've seen it in many places I've worked with, and it could just be I'm working with dumb people who are very talent heavy. Um, I know people working right now with two to three year contracts who say, barring firing with cause, you have to pay me out. Um, or you, you have to, you have to pay me like, you can't just fire me. Like I may not be able to work anywhere else, but if you let me go, you have to pay me for the duration of this contract. And and I think at some places you can get deals like that. It's, it's very uncommon anymore. I'm, I'm telling you, that's very uncommon. Even in our business, it's very uncommon. Yeah, I mean, just, well, I know and, at least. But two places they, I've worked with that's given out those. But contracts. don't they also add the caveat that you can't work anywhere else for them to pay it out? It's part that of that. Do? That is part of it for yeah. sure, one hundred percent. But I would yeah. go a step further, Aaron, um, and, and we won't be able to do this on air because I'm not going to go back and edit it. Although I'd love to do it on the air, right? Just no, so no, I can go no, back yeah. and edit I mean, it. I, I, and I don't want to go through it too. I, but what I would say is, I think if you told me who those names were, right, we'd be able to separate why their contract was different than your contract was, right? Oh, like, I'm, look, and by the way, I'm not talking about my contract. No, but I'm what I'm what I'm saying is. I'm telling you, within WWE, Roman Reigns is a different contract than Mustafa Ali sure. does. Sure. And Roman Reigns, if for whatever reason they just decided well, he's making too much money, we want to fire him, they wouldn't be able to do the exact same thing to Roman Reigns because he has a different contract. And sure. my gut is the people that you're referring to, and again, you can tell me once we stop recording, but my gut is the people that you're referring to, there's a reason why they had different contracts than like someone that would be hired. I, I don't know if that's the case, but we'll talk about that All off right. the air. Very good. Let's, talk, uh, let's hear from Mark Henry. This week, the stars of AEW Wrestling are invading D.C., and they got shows tonight and Friday night. So in between, where else would they want to be but here in Baltimore at Jimmy's Famous Seafood for a very cool event benefiting the Brigance Brigade tomorrow night, um, which is an awesome thing for guys like the great Mark Henry to be doing and joining us right now here on GCR, of course, you know, an icon in pro wrestling the world's strongest man, busted open radio. He is the great Mark Henry. Mark, it's Glenn and Paul in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Man, you're very welcome, man. I'm at a school visit right now, and, um, you know, I have some... Oh, Mark, you still there? Can we still hear you? Oh, Mark, can you... Yeah, right. Can you hear me? Yeah, we, we got you back there. We lost you for a second. I apologize. Okay, I'm I'm at a, I'm at a school in 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 uh, the inner city over here in D.C. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's a cool I'm thing for you to do. Kind of, I'm just explaining to a couple of the students that are sitting here in the office with me how to, you know, we started this community team because we want to leave an impression own the community that we went into and when you go to a place and you take 
you know, people spend money. They they use their resources to come and listen to us. Um, we want to get back. We want to leave an impression. And we know people are going through things. You know, sit down, young man. <laughs> like, you know, I'm I'm sitting here with a kid. He lost somebody special to him. And, and you need counsel. You need wow. somebody that actually cares that want to make sure you are. And that's what AEW is doing on the side. It's not just wrestling. You know, we, we, we're, we're wrestling at the highest level in the world right now. You just check the ratings. But we're, I feel like our biggest influence is doing stuff like we're doing on Thursday at Jimmy's Seafood yep. in Baltimore. Well, that's like, we're helping raise money so that um, whatever charity at that moment that we're working with is able to help the people and empower the people uh, living with ALS. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's just some beautiful people that we're working with, and we hope that people get all the vital information, which we'll make sure that we do that before we sign off. And come and enjoy it and hang out with us and realize that this is something that we will keep doing as long as we can do it. So there's a couple things I want to respond to there. First of all, and I'm, and I'm sure it's somebody you're having a sweet moment with, but I'm thinking about how intimidated I would be if Mark Henry said to me, sit down, young man. I would say, right now, sir. Right but, now. I will do that. Not, not in a bully way, though. No, I know, I know, I know that's true. I know in that. a loving way. People see, people see past... Uh, what I look like when I'm directing my attention to them. Of course, of course. I know. And one of the special things God gave me is the ability to lead men and women. Uh, I've been the captain of every team I ever been on. I've, I've always tried to lead. I don't. I don't. I don't preach with you know with just like oh, I'm trying to bring you to bring you to the Lord. It's not. It's not. Uh, always a spiritual thing because everybody don't don't believe but the people that are believers that you know they know my heart they know my spirit then they understand who i am uh, it's it's powerful and this kid is you know he he, he needs to be talked to everybody do I, I need it i got people to help me every day and I'm sure y'all do too. So you know what it is. I it's I think it's an important thing. My buddy Tyus Bowser from the Ravens said that, right? Like we got to be able to to say, hey, how are you doing? And it's okay to say sometimes I'm not doing all right. Um, it's that yeah. That, it's, people try to be tough and suck it up, man. Yep. Like ain't nothing wrong with you, and and all that's gonna do is make you internalize it, and it's gonna affect the people around you. Mark. You know, I mean, I, I, I want I want everybody to be on the upswing, not on the downswing. I appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that. Mark Henry is with us, and as he's talking about tomorrow night, he and Matt Hardy and the acclaimed and other stars from AEW, they're going to be at Jimmy's Famous Seafood for an incredible event benefiting the Brigance Brigade. Of course, you know how much we love O.J. Brigance in this town, and we've been with him through his own personal battle with ALS. He is truly a hero. Um, so we want to support them. You can go to jimmysfamousseafood.com right now to get your tickets, and we're going to link up the event as well. The cool thing about doing an event like this, Mark, is like you get to do it at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, right? Like I'm assuming you're a man who's had a few uh, meals at Jimmy's Famous Seafood during the course of your life. Man, I, I listen, they, they have always extended uh, the 
open door policy to pro wrestlers. Yep. And I've been going there for probably the last 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. What's nobody your, does a crab cake like they do a crab cake. I, that's what I want to know. What's what's your go-to? What is your... The crab cake, man. I'm, okay. I'm straight up the crab cake. Um, you know, they have a pasta dish that I like, the shrimp and pasta, uh, that there probably be a little bit of that consumed, too. I love that. I love that. And they're doing a buffet tomorrow night, and your opportunity yeah. to meet and get pictures and autographs with the stars of AEW. And again, it all benefits the Brigance Brigade. It is truly the definition of a win-win tomorrow night at Jimmy's. you got to go check that out. Mark, you know, I, I, the last time you and I talked, you, you weren't in AEW yet. Um, you know, you talk about what you're doing the community team and how important that is. For people that would say, why would somebody that you know had so was so accomplished in one company, why would someone like that choose to leave to go somewhere else? Take me through why it was that AEW was something that you wanted to do and a new challenge that you wanted in your professional career. You know, uh, just so you know, like I, I I didn't leave WWE under bad terms or I got fired or none of that. I left because I want an executive i didn't i I was done with uh i wasn't i wasn't the same wrestler that i was 20 years ago and i wanted the people to remember me wrestling when i was great i don't i didn't want to be look at people go oh man you know fell off like i didn't want that so at a certain age you got to be like how can i help the industry without bleeding and sweating for it and that's what I wanted to do is to make that transition. And I did have the opportunity uh, at the, at that company. So when I was going to do that, I started fielding calls from other companies, not just wrestling companies, but I talked to uh, NFL teams. I talked to uh, semi-pro basketball teams, farm development teams. Like leadership is leadership, regardless of what sport, or what industry is just, I wanted to be on the executive side. And um, AEW, you know, talking to Tony Khan, he was like, man, stop playing with me. You you want to, you, you, will you do it? And I was like, hell yeah, I'll do it. Like, let's go. Wow. And, um, and it happens really, really fast. It happens then about a three-week period. And uh, I'm able to, to AEW be, um, the company that large companies are and the lessons that I learned, I paid attention and, you know, we're, we're doing good, not only in business or not only green, but our business is doing well. And the, the, the swell of affection that we getting from the fan base is enormous because we're given in these communities. Hey, Mark, I apologize. We're starting to lose you again, man. I'm sorry. Can you still hear us okay? I can hear y'all all fine. Right, all right. Sorry I, I about it. It's more the, uh, yeah, the cell. I'm in a big concrete building. <laughs> right. We know how the technology is what it is. But I, I understand everything you're saying. Uh, Mark, is it ever is it ever awkward? You know, obviously people, of course, love you on Busted Open, and you guys have created this sort of cult following with that show within the wrestling community. Is it ever awkward being someone who's an executive in a company knowing that you got to talk about the business as a whole? Is there ever any awkwardness to that? 
uh, sometimes I have talent. They don't feel like I'm talent no more. Hmm. But hmm. you know what? Like, um, it's, it's like being a parent. Um, you want to love your kids and have fun with them, but you, you, sometimes to reach them, you can't be their friend. Hmm. You, you, you have to be the, you have to be the boss. You, you have to be somebody that directs people and tell them what to do for their own benefit to help them. Not, not for, you know, you trying to show off, Hey, look at me. It's like you trying to work for the, for, for the best for everybody. And that's, that's kind of the way I, I, I try to handle it. I mean, I completely understand that, man. Do you do you still have a thought of like, man? I got one more match I'd like to do. I, you know, I got one more, you know, uh, I, one more salmon jacket I can put on and 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 do. <laughs> do you do you still have any thoughts like that, or are you completely at peace at this point and saying I I don't need to do that any ever again? You know what? I'm I'm completely at peace. But if there was somebody that I could that I could work with. Or there's somebody that felt like I fell off so far that they can just take advantage of me, then I'd show them that I'm not. I'm as good once as I ever was, but I will I will not be able to do that uh, for a long period of time. Like, you know, uh, I've worked out with guys and trained guys, and the next day I feel like somebody beat me with a baseball bat. <laughs> and I don't like feeling like that no more. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. I don't blame you even a little bit for that. So is, is it true that you that the salmon jacket isn't yours any longer? Like we won't be able to see it again in AEW? The salmon jacket is in. Uh, I gave it. Uh, I, I loaned it to WWE to okay. put in their archives if they decide to do a Hall of Fame. Man. Um, you know, for their Hall of Fame. And uh, I'm comfortable with that. Okay. Um, if if I ever needed it back, it's a phone call, and then I'd probably just send it back to him. Uh it's 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 cool that you respect that mo like you you know how much that moment meant to so many professional wrestling fans. And I've told you this before. I was we we have seen that angle in so many ways, and you did it better. <laughs> like somehow a trope in professional wrestling that you did so much better than anybody else had ever done it, right? Like, which is which is incredible and a testament to you as a performer, how great it was. That's a cool thing to me that despite being in a different place, you still respect where that is as part of wrestling history and you sort of say, I, I, I know how much people care about that. I don't need it more than I want fans to be able to enjoy it. Well, I'm not bitter either, you know, and that's a big part of it. Some people, they... They get bitter and angry, and you know I want my stuff. You take your stuff, and we we don't have to never talk. Like that's not where I was. Wow, wow. <laughs> you know I left there on my own terms. Yep. And you know like I still have people that I talk to over there. Um, and if I needed some help with something, I think that I could call and say, "Hey, I need some help." But so far, I have not. Uh, I, I, everything that I've needed has been in my brain. And and, and clearly, you you guys are doing all right. There's no debate about that. You're doing good. all right. We're doing pretty darn good. I, I I gotta tell you, so I don't. You probably don't know this. One of my best friends on the planet um, is AJ Francis, who of course was top dollar. And I know he's been on your that's show. That's my guy. I know he's your guy. I know that's true. I gotta tell you, it really moved me watching. Awesome rapper, man. He, he's by the way, every company on the planet should be trying to get the four of them back together right now. My yeah. God, what a mistake! And, and I, I've 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 said that I've done the due diligence. <laughs> uh, when the time comes for something of that nature to be looked at, Yo. Then, you know, it's an option. 
man, they, it, it's a cultural movement, bro. Like, the way that touched people in a way that a lot of things in pro wrestling never have, man. Like, I, I'm so proud of him and everything that he's done. But what jumps out at me is, is watching the, you guys on, on the show, on the, the, the Most Wanted Treasure show, I had no idea how emotional you were about Andre the Giant, man. Like, that was one of the most man, moving. Man, I'm emotional all the time. I just almost started crying in front of these kids. <laughs> I'm talking about just like about 15 minutes ago. And, you know, I love to, to, to hang out and, and, and talk to y'all. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to come on and, and talk to y'all some more. Yep. But um, this kid is going to have to All go right. back to class. I, and let, I need to talk to him. You got it. Mark Henry, tomorrow night at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. We got the link up on our Twitter, at Glenn Clark Radio, benefiting uh, the Brigance Brigade. Mark, uh, grateful, man. Uh, we're such a fan and incredible. What a, what a career, what a life you've lived. Can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Uh, we really appreciate hey, having man, the conversation. I, I appreciate y'all, too. All right. I appreciate that as uh, Mark uh, hopped on with me earlier this week on Glenn Clark Radio. And, again, I'm sorry that we couldn't do that here. It was not. This was not him choosing my show over this show. It was literally all about the timing of um, – yeah, when the event was, and my inability to get the boys on uh, 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 via the uh, technology-wise during the show because we are having a, a crisis. In the past, as uh, Brandon knows, whenever I've had to put uh, wrestlers on my show, I'm happy to have the boys come on and do it with me. But uh, we had a technology crisis this week in the studio that prevented that from being the case. All right, you want to get some plugs in? Sure. All right. Uh, check out vison.com. Of course, uh, we got the Super Bowl packages coming up. Uh, it also goes through March Madness, so sign up now. You get specials, get through both uh, the big betting events of the early part of 2022. Of course, check out the Nightcap, 7 to 10 Pacific, 10 to 1 a.m. Eastern every day with Tim Murray and Sean King. Of course, follow me on Twitter at the AOster. Brandon? We will have many more show announcements. Oh, <laughs> Go to it. at Ramshead Live on Twitter, at Ramshead Live on Instagram, and as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Um. I need DJ Cool on my show. <laughs> okay? I don't ask for much. <coughs> yeah, I know what you're doing. I understand. I, I need that to occur. And by the way, I'm pretty sure that if I just ask, I'll get DJ Cool. I don't think it's going to take all that much for me to get DJ Cool on my show. I'm just informing you that if for any reason I have any issues, I need help. DJ Cool needs to be on my show. Okay? Okay. Thank yeah. You. The uh, CIAA yes, uh, exactly right. tournament is in town at the end of February, and there was a series of events at Ramshead uh, in conjunction with that. DJ Cool uh, having a big go-go day party featuring Rare Essence is one of them. Uh, Rakeem and DJ Jazzy Jeff is another one. All, I, I, all of those things are cool. No one, no singular moment in pop culture has had more impact on me <laughs> than let me clear my throat. I don't know yeah. how to explain it. Saw him at a Wizards game once. It was great. Uh, it, was, it was just a dude in DC. I mean, like, I, I yeah. guarantee if I just I, I find him on social media, I'll have no problem getting DJ Cool on my show. But I'm just informing Brandon that if I for some reason have any issue whatsoever, he doesn't appear to have an active Twitter. Um, like, if I have a problem, I'm going to need a small amount of help because I need to talk to DJ Cool. Very important. I got to have Don McLean on my show this week. I heard that. Yeah, that was that didn't suck. All right, uh, speaking of which, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. And I'm going to be hanging out in the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel on Sunday for the uh, Buccaneers-Rams game. So hope you guys will uh, come hang out. Yeah, maybe join. I'll come hang out. You should come hang out. It's going to be a... Oh, right, I keep forgetting. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm not that I'm a Rams fan either. <laughs> like, I was not say, that I, the Rams are, I, I get it, yeah, Brady. But. Yeah, we're not going to root for Tom Brady. That ain't going to be happening. But, well, have a, yeah, I mean, Brady, come on. It'll be a good time. We're going to have fun. Just a, um, it's watching football in a, in a sports yeah. book, man. Like, I know the come GM on. over there. He's our old and, GM. And oh, really? Lots of prop bets. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Oh, I'm totally be- I'm betting both Gronk. I'm doing a parlay on Gronk and Evans' anytime touchdown scorers in the game on Sunday. I'm 100% betting You're both. You're parlaying this. Okay. Yeah, why wouldn't I? I think they're both going to uh, score touchdowns. Yeah. Who else do they I, have? I don't know that they'll both, they'll both Who else do they have on that roster? Fournette. Fournette. Oh, yeah, Fournette, right. Yeah, but okay, fine. If they throw the Actually, ball. You, but you know what? I like Gronk Cup parlay. I don't, I don't, I mean, I certainly don't, I don't hate that. Why? Mike Evans had like a, a thousand catches last week, didn't he? But he's got yeah. Jalen Ramsey this week, is what you're saying. And that's, that's a big reason. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. I get that. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll think. Maybe I I'll think. Just more. On, on principle, don't like doing two receiving touchdowns on the same team, just because. Uh, you know, are you familiar that they have Tom Brady? Are you familiar? I, I, I've heard with of this that? guy before. <laughs> All right, uh, come hang out with us Sunday for the game. All right, for uh, Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, uh, aka uh, Frank Huhada. Uh, Not nada. At AJ, I guess we didn't say that. At AJ Francis 410 on all social medias. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Have mercy, babe. I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my throat. Heal. What? Well. <laughs>